What is up, guys? Episode 51. Coming in hot. Let's do this. Uh, yeah, we'll get some... Cherub with this song is called Life by Cherub. That's what's up, dude. I love that song. I might have used it already, I think, but who knows? Sometimes I definitely used it on a Instagram edit one time. All right, gang. Thank you guys for joining me for this episode. As always, I much appreciate everyone that listens and uh, watches the podcast here. I'm uh, a little bit behind on the YouTube uploads, but I'm going to get them up. Don't worry. They're up there. They're coming They're coming in hot. Um, on today's episode, we had Heath... Churchwell, he is a just a local now practitioner, I guess, like a transplant from Kansas, and uh, <clears throat> just a, a really fun, interesting, interesting guy to talk to. Um, he just went on a trip through Morocco and France and Spain, and is going out to Guam now next. And just someone who has, uh, I'm, I've always had some interesting energy and some fun conversations together so i knew it was going to be a good time on the podcast i certainly had a blast we had some really fun wild discussions here a lot of bouncing around i think the the basic theme um was and, and this has been some shit lately for us but this one uh it definitely is different than the other one the other stuff we've been talking about this last few episodes but it's still about like kind of personal growth and value structure and setting but definitely a, a very different conversation than some of the stuff we've been you know in some ways having with other guests, um, just because the energy is different, you know, so much appreciate Heath for coming on. It was a really good time, really fun conversation. I hope you guys dig this one. We get into some weird parkour shit with fig, um, mentioned we get into like, you know, talking about the Olympics. We get talking about, um, just traveling and like, you know, just the uh, imbalance and wealth inequality that exists just like in our own country and then across the world and like how, Maybe you react to that and I don't know, just a bunch of fun stuff. Like it was just a really funny, fun podcast and uh, Heath, Heath crushes it and he's got a lot of interesting ideas, book recommendations for you. Um, He's a listener of the podcast and so uh, it was great to have him on and yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it, gang. Um, We're coming up, we're coming up on a year's worth one week at a time, at least a year's worth of episodes here. So maybe we'll do something special here for the Christmas episode. You know, I don't know, but uh, I appreciate everyone here joining me. Much love to all you listeners and uh, all the support that we get, all the messages. They mean so much. Um, any feedback, any anything that you guys you know send back my way, I really, really do appreciate that stuff. So, uh, and I really appreciate Heath coming on. Let's listen to him and I now get into some shit. Here we go. 
I don't feel ready. I just like, let's have a conversation, right? Yeah, yeah. You don't have to do. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> I should have thought of some things to say. Dude, I should have too. We, we all should be doing a better job of that. But it, it is fun, though, that it's like so oh, you okay. call it raw. It's fun that it's like so. We keep it raw, son. Yeah. We raw dog, dude. I dig it. We don't, that way. we do not, um, I do not edit things very much at all. Yeah. And, uh, the way we like to do it. Editing's no fun. I'm with you on that. You wait, what? Editing's no fun. I'm with you on that. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. It's literally a logistic thing. It's like, I can't be bothered to edit. Otherwise. Yeah. yeah if you I don't won't like put doing them out. it. I literally yeah. won't put them out. Like eventually I'm going to, I'm going to have to keep working to the point and probably putting more and more effort in so that eventually I can hire somebody to do that. That's yeah. the, that's the idea. That's the goal. That's the dream. Um, that's the dream baby. But, um, uh, yeah, we're looking for interns out here. Maybe we don't hire anybody. Maybe it's just, <laughs> first it's just an intern. Hey, you want to come work for height drop? Now is your chance. Shouting out all the, we're, we're sending out the bat signal. Everyone and anyone who wants to become an intern at high drop studios, we're, we're taking people, Ground level position, entry level, and you never know where it could go. You know, this is a career opportunity. I just realized we were recording. I didn't know until right now. See? <laughs> Don't worry about it, dog. Don't worry about it. Dude, Heath, I bet you get someone. Heath Churchwell. Hi, Church- I'm Heath. This is Heath. Hi, I'm Heath. Um, what'd you say? You know somebody? No, I don't know anybody. Tits out, by the yeah, way. Marquise, if, if you guys aren't watching the video, Heath's got his nipples blasting. What is it? That, what is that tattoo on your chest? It says love in Hebrew. Love Ahaba. in Hebrew. Ahava. Yeah. So he's very worldly. He just came back from a trip to Morocco. Morocco. Where else did you go? Morocco, Spain, and France. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good time. I spent about five weeks out there. All, okay. Okay. Yeah. So let's get let's get right into it. All right. Because that's what I like to do. I mean, there's a little background on you. You've been practicing uh, parkour for. I mean, that's how we know each other. Obviously, yeah. is yeah. through parkour. And then you've been training for how long? Uh, six years. Coming up seven, actually. Damn yeah. son, you're like not far behind me, really. Yeah. Um, and I guess like why? Why first of all, why did you go? What's what's what spawned the trip? Man, um, I just needed some adventure. I mean, I uh, of course I love traveling. Like traveling's great. Um, but Who yeah, it was like right? I moved out here to Colorado a couple of years ago, and uh, you know, knowing that I probably wouldn't get time to go do much traveling, I knew I'd be broke. And I was. And then, you know, it was like two years later, I finally like got out of debt and was had some money in my pocket. And I was like, all right, I'm going to go travel for a bit. And there was this cool opportunity in uh, Saipan. Like, that's where my sister lives. It's Don't like know a little... where Saipan is. Sounds like, let me think. <laughs> Jap- J- it sounds like Japan. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's it's close to there. It's like closer to the Philippines. But okay. Well, my sister lives I was going to say there. Korea. Is that closer? Um, it's very close to Korea. Right. You always fly through Damn, Korea was, and then you gotta follow your instincts, yeah. man. I was yeah. going for that goddamn G- Korean. But yeah, so I was like going to spend the winter out there doing this like six month contract with a resort. Um, my sister did it and she, uh, she's still working out there. So, um, anyway, long story short, like the island got hit by a typhoon, like right before I went out. Oh so, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah You're like, crazy, fuck, so. I guess I'm not going. Yeah. And yeah, it's actually like a really stayed. bad deal. Like anybody listening, like if you want to support the efforts out there, you absolutely should. Cause it's, uh. It's kind of a mess and like they need help out there. So, all right. Um, yeah. Shout out all the poor, you know, victims of the typhoon yeah, in that yeah. area. But yeah, my sister's out there. She's actually doing quite a bit to, to help them out. Her, uh, her place is still standing, which is good. And she's safe and she's got drinking water and stuff. But, um, it meant I don't have a job out there. So it was a sick gig. They were going to fly me. Didn't from, they need more? I guess they need volunteers at that point. They don't need, yeah, they're not yeah. going to employ as many. They're just like, we need relief. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, the resort's about to open back up here pretty soon. But, I still don't have a job, so 
that kind of left me open-ended and uh that's why i ended up going to france i was supposed to fly out of barcelona and go to saipan and then that didn't happen so um yeah now it's looking like i might go to guam and work with the same company but uh which guam is right so by what saipan, does this company so, do they just uh, is it like a tourist like yeah like other people that are seeking adventure you get there first you get the adventure and then yeah. you ration it out to them yeah but is that I how it works it more or less it's more like tourists that are like i want to write a number on a check and then like not have to think about anything for two weeks for sure for yeah. sure yeah yeah which is like cool i guess for people who like that but <clears throat> it's weird for me because i'm going out there to like be slummy and like be a bum yeah and then i gotta like cater to these people who are rich and yeah and it's like mostly korean tourists which is funny because i don't speak korean but not yeah, even either like huh what's but, that do they speak enough english then i don't know I'm not sure. How did you figure it out? But like nobody cares. They it's hire all body people from language, the US, right? So. What is it? Seventy-five percent is body language. <laughs> yeah, I mean you get that, by. Like that's why you got to watch a video podcast. Yeah. You got to get that body language. Yeah, it's body Nobody's and, and eye and this. eye contact. If they're not what watching. Yeah, you, he's <laughs> shaking his tits at you. Um, okay, so cool, cool. Um, and you haven't actually worked with the company yet, so we don't necessarily what that's like. I've heard yeah, of other people doing stuff know. like that. It's like yeah. uh, it's pretty popular these days. Yeah, maybe. I think is I don't it, know. What I is think it, it's is it good pay? Is it like is it something? Because it's something probably a lot of people are interested in. Like you know what? Fuck it! I want to get the hell out of here. Yeah, it's not bad, dude. Like it's kind of too good to be true, honestly. And I guess it was because it didn't happen. But oh um, yeah, well your yeah. sister's still doing it. But yeah, she's uh she went from being an off island hire to now a permanent hire. So she lives out there now. She's oh, cool. got a baby out there and um Ooh, baby yeah so yeah which is like partially why I'm going out there. But yeah, it's a sick gig. Like they fly you out. Um, you work for a six month contract. They pay you minimum wage, which in Saipan is like seven and a half bucks or something like that. So it's not great, but like, you know, whatever. Sure. You get room and board while you're there and then they fly you back. So it's a great way to like go be adventurous for six how months. How much do you, how often do you, or like what, what kind of work do you have to do? Like, is it? Um, lifeguarding is it, mainly. Lifeguarding? Yeah. Like in a, near a beach or something? Yeah, yeah. It's right oh, on so the beach. just fucking kicking it in it's the chill, sun. Man. Yeah, it's, it's pretty chill. Just making sandcastles, <laughs> chatting with the babes on the beach, whatever, yeah, you know? A lot of like K-pop singers, like Korean pop stars go out there and shoot videos, so trying to get in a Korean pop star video. <laughs> Who wouldn't want to be in it? Yeah, those K-pops. Sweet. That's a, they have a wild call. I don't mean, they I don't do. know dick about Korean culture really, but <laughs> that K-pop shit, it's like, they, they go crazy. It's weird, They're getting man. crazy with the plastic surgery, right? They all, <laughs> like, people are getting, like, their eyes, like, opened basically more. Like, weird, weird kind of, like, surgeries really? and stuff, right? Oh, I yeah. I no, in it. Korea, yeah. I've heard of this. It's kind of weird. It's like they, they I mean, they, that's not just the, that's not the only surgery they do. They have all kinds of surgery, but that's like one of the things that they'll do. I think, yeah, I think it's specific to Korea. I could be wrong. Just a little bit. Sorry yeah, for I don't know. My buddy's there. like super into the K-pop scene and like, and that's, uh, I don't want to sound know. fucking, I mean, it's just going to be like, I, I, I don't even know. You never know who you're going to offend out here. <laughs> right, right. But it's like, that is legit thing. It's like, they're like, it's fucking, it's fucked up actually. Yeah. I'm super down with being weird. Like I, I mean more props to them like get weird if you want but uh they're they're weird yeah I mean, like yeah, a lot of asian yeah. cultures are just like they have weird media <laughs> do you man. think they're yeah. actually weird or is it just that they look weird to us or like well, probably the latter yeah it's like but like their tv and stuff but like they're like they're, almost further along you know what i mean yeah like, like we'll probably if look if like that in 20 years like <laughs> that's what i'm saying i'm yeah. like dude are we just behind them are we just are they just ahead of the curve yeah i hope weirdness? we look like that in 20 years it's well fun. i don't know because yeah. it's not working out right in some of these places japan is like their population's declining they've gone like so far into the future that they don't even have, like want to have sex anymore and like oh really like they're having huge problems with their um i don't know dude but I'm, I'm talking on my ass but this is legitimate issue that exists and yeah. I, I should know more about it before i just dive into that but isn't that like, like a good thing at this point though like they don't want to have as many kids <clears throat> but it's not good because their economy is gonna suffer because there's not enough replacement 
yeah. worker, you know, I mean, whatever. I mean, yeah, right. for me, I think that is a good thing. It's like, all right, population's on the decline. That means people maybe get paid more because mm-hmm. there's more demand if, if they're, I don't know. I don't know yeah. how it works. I'm not an economist. I'm not like yeah. somebody, but apparently they, they are trying to make it so that there's higher replacement value um, per person. Yeah. Because, well, for them, it's just like, and Max Lee Abbott actually shout out the 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 man from Oz Australia. He knew a lot about he knew like a lot about this politics, kind of shit. Man, like yeah. he 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 enlightened me to the to the just the notion and like the I guess it's obvious when you think about it, but just a country's like GDP or whatever. Like the more yeah. the more people they have producing, probably the stronger like economy they have. Yeah, and so that's probably why they're concerned about it. But that's like that that's all I'm saying. It's like it's interesting. I mean, we're getting like, well, dude, we haven't even got. What the fuck are we talking about? By the way, right now? I'm going out to Australia, Canberra or whatever, oh, yeah? to, to go see him for sure. Dude, um, I want to get into some rigging and, and do some stuff like that. My buddy's oh, gonna man, teach me some so stuff. Dope. It yeah, does it look looks so awesome. dope. I want to get into it too, man. Yeah, um, we gotta take the SS high drop on the fucking tour. Yeah, yeah take except this on. I was like traveling with some Aussie friends. Like I just met them while I was out there, and they didn't know where Canberra was. Maybe I say it wrong. Is it Canberra? I don't know. Price it's Canberra. Ca- yeah, it's probably like. Cadbury. They don't Ca- pronounce Cadbury, their R's. Eh? Eh? <laughs> yeah. They do A's. Canadian, Canada and Australia does yeah. A's. Okay, so before we go, I mean, we already just launched into like the <laughs> abyss, dude. I don't know what we're talking about, like Japanese people not having sex enough and like whatever. But yeah. wh- okay, we never even you wanted to get adventure. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So did you get it? Did oh you gosh. find it? Yeah. Yeah, I found too much. I think too much. I'm like having adventure withdrawals. Except now I'm back here and I'm like, whoa. I don't know. Like, there's a lot of adventure to be had in Boulder. Like, some buddies are coming out. It's going to get crazy. But, yeah, okay. So, I wanted some adventure. But, uh, so, I decided to, to book this trip. Since they were going to fly me out, I was like, hey, can you fly me somewhere other than the U.S.? You know, that way I can just book a one-way ticket, go mm-hmm. somewhere, you know, neat, and then fly out. And they're like, yeah, sure. So, I was like, all right, fly me out of Barcelona. So, I booked a trip to <laughs> just like a one-way ticket to Marrakesh, Morocco. And uh, I got my buddy Steve to come with me. Um, and so we were going to go for like two weeks through Morocco and Spain, which is like not really enough time at all, but that's what we decided. And, uh, yeah. So then like eight days before I left, I got this text from him, like a text message, um, from my employer. And he was like, yeah, man, like this typhoon's really bad. Like we don't have any work for you. And I was like, okay, I, I don't know what to do now. So <laughs> I had a one way ticket to Marrakesh. Um, yeah, I was like stressing. I was stressing for sure. Um, but yeah, I guess that's just kind of how it happened. I assumed that like I had a, how old like, are you again? 23. Uh, yeah. yeah. Now you figure it out. <laughs> I'm, dude. I'm all right. Yeah. It's all good. But I was like really broke and I was like, as long as I can get to Barcelona <laughs> without like dying. I think you know that's what I mean? a, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like good. nothing. You're like, yeah, whatever. But now it's like, no, Send now I have it. to get to Barcelona and like, and then figure out where I'm living and where I'm going to, you know, plane tickets to wherever. And, and so I had some ideas, I had some plans and like my parents are super supportive. So like. I'm going to go live with them for two weeks and like they're cool and stuff. But, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, so was, I don't want to live in Kansas. I don't like Kansas. Oh, that's um, really, yeah, yeah, that's where they live. Shh, where I'm come from. on dog. So yeah, yeah so that's no kind of how it all went there. down. And then, so yeah, then after Barcelona, I was just like slumming it, trying to spend as little money as possible and figuring out what I was going to do. So I like, I hitchhiked my way up to France. Um, there's like a parkour camp up there. Have you heard of it? Mm, maybe. What's Amos it went there when he was, uh, I was gonna say when he was younger it was like four years ago i don't know why i said it like that but uh yeah it's called uh like tracer camp miramis it's in miramis france oh like yeah, this yeah, little yeah town. i've heard of this yeah yeah it's a sick place man like pk miramis i think everybody needs to go there it's like you can stay for free um you no don't have to pay for it it's cool it's like tree houses is that because shit. of like, uh what they're doing specifically or is that just like is that a mean? french thing that there's a lot of 
free um, programs? It's like a bunch of kids that made a camp. Mm. And is it like all outdoor? Yeah. It's all like, is it just yeah. completely it's pretty unregulated? Yeah. Yeah. And okay. it's on, homie told me that it's on like city property. Oh, okay. And like the mayor is super cool with parkour. Like everybody in town knows what parkour is. And like you can climb up on rooftops and like it's oh, all good. Nobody cares. I mean, sometimes you get kicked off, but like for the most part, nobody cares. Like if you see cops, it's all good. Um, but yeah, so like the mayor knows that it's on city property and it's like not very discreet at all. Like it's a big place. I mean, big place for a camp, you know? And, uh, yeah. So he just lets people come out, out for free and, and just trained it. Yeah. Kick some ass. It was a good time, man. Yeah. It was fun. And, uh, I mean, it was kind of boring if we're being honest. Like I was out there for a while and it was like cold and where in France or like yeah. through the whole thing is just like no, the, Barcelona, Morocco. Yeah, like, first two weeks was like heavy adventure, heavy excitement and a lot of fun okay, a lot well, of tell memories us some about what's happened there yeah, so, then, okay so we got to marrakesh marrakesh yeah, is, why marrakesh first of all okay so the way i describe it it's like the uh the highest is that right yeah the highest ratio of safety to um discomfort zone if that's what you want to call it. i don't know so like it's the sketchiest place like that you weirdest. can go to without feeling like all right i probably oh you're confident you're gonna come back from there but yeah. it's Less says, confident now if I were to go again. Oh, yeah. It is a sketchy place for sure. But okay. going into it, I was so like, you're just looking safe. for the most sketch. Not not necessarily the most sketch, just like a very different culture. Mm-hmm. And so like, it's different, man. Like it's it's crazy out there. And like, I mean, you go to a lot of places in Asia too, and that's like similar. But I didn't know much about Morocco, so I was like, I want to go see what's up over there. Um, and it was yeah, it was crazy, man. It was really cool. It's like mostly Arabic culture, um, mm-hmm. but then it's funny you get like into the mountains and like into some small towns, and it's more like. Uh, like the original um, culture that it was before the Arabic influence moved in. Mm. Um, so they're called Berber. They're like Berber people. Berber, if I say baby. that right? Yeah, Berber. I don't... And they got this funny like, this funny like logo thing. And it's like a man standing like this. And then I kid you not, he's got like a stick for a head and then like a stick for a dick. It's like, it's hilarious, man. You know, hey man, you know, they're equally important, you know? I don't think that's I what I think the is, ancient but... cultures are the few people that recognize, you know, it's like, yeah. it's, it's, there's the whole spectrum, you know, I yeah. guess, you know, get it's a... like their symbol. I don't, I don't know, but yeah, it was cool. And and we went into the mountains, like there's some, uh, there's like a mountain range down there and we were, uh, went in there and like, it was sick, man. It was like just very immersive. And like, we stayed at this hostel that was like, it was only us there. Like it was very secluded. Um, and we just like played drums just you and all your night. Homie? It was fun. Uh, no, me and like a group from the hostel, like we all took like a trip oh, okay. out there. So there was like other people from what, all over the world or, or yeah, from the United yeah. States? Yeah, dude from London and some kids from uh, Brazil. There's crazy, like, yeah. there's so much travel going on. Yeah. Mad travel. Like, what do you make of that? What do you make of that? There's just, your, just your ability. I mean, you have other people in the world going typhoon. They're like starving maybe or their homes are destroyed. Yeah. You have like the Berber people out there. Like how, I don't know how they're living, but yeah, I mean, I was in Tulum recently in Mexico and I oh, was just yeah, like nice. thinking about some of this shit and I was like, damn, dude. I mean, part of what you get when you're traveling is at least what I, what I would say, and I don't know if you agree, is just like this very in your face kind of, I got some, I got it good. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like yeah. you, you forget how good you have it here in America. It's easy to fucking have these first world problems and think about like, blah, yeah. blah, blah, whatever it's easy. I mean, we all know it anyways, but do you ever like, what do you feel about that? No, it's uh, yeah, it's tough. Like sometimes it, like, it can ruin your day. I mean, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. You're just like, God, I'm a piece of shit. You're like, you just look back at the last 10 years. You're like, took it for granted. Yeah, man. No, it's uh, <laughs> it makes you feel bad for sure. 
when I was like in high school, like I went on a few like mission trips and stuff to one down to like Mississippi, like this really mm -hmm. dude, Mississippi, man, there's some, it's like, it looks like a third world country. It's crazy. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, there, parts exactly. Of it anyway. There's yeah. parts of America even. Yeah. I'm just, yeah, yeah. It's not necessarily, you don't have to go to the other side of the world. You don't mm -hmm. even have to go to the other, for some places you just have to go across the street yeah. to but experience yeah, this, but doing anything like that's not a mission trip and seeing that kind of stuff, like I don't know. It's just like you feel like you should be doing something. You know, you're you're just like there. Like, I came down here just to have a good time. Like, yeah. In in the harshest words possible, to take advantage of their like. In a culture. way, right? Yeah, that's I mean, what that's what's kind of fucked up. You're yeah. like, oh sweet, my dollar goes a long way here. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, that's because they're working their dicks off yeah. down here, mm -hmm. and uh, for the same amount of effort, mm -hmm. I can live like a king. Like, yeah. it's it's very strange the, the way these. And that's like why I think that, you know, these economies and like this Japan thing and I don't know, it's just, it's all fascinating. It's mm -hmm. all like mind boggling to me Yeah. that like, we still don't know. Like, uh, I mean, it's it clearly like, I guess we're doing our best. Yeah. I guess we're getting closer. You know, people are getting pulled out of poverty faster than ever yeah. across the world. I think like, so. yeah. there's this guy, Stephen Pinker, who wrote this book, uh, Enlightenment Now, which I haven't read, but mm. um, I've listened to that, him yeah. on some podcasts and stuff. And basically it's a book that just lays out this the statistical analysis of like why and making the case for like why basically the world is better than it's ever been. Yeah. Okay. And, um, so it's easy to get like, because the reporting of like all these things is always more and more negative. Mm -hmm. Um, and you get like, you know, obviously because the reporting goes up, it feels like the world's getting worse, but you know, basically his whole book is like, actually it's, it's X it's, it's like a exponential curve yeah. towards like success for, for the, the whole planet. I think Rogan had him on at one Rogan point. Rogan had him on for yeah. sure. I think I, I, sure. I listened to that. Yeah. Um, so check that out if you're feeling like bad Rogan's, about the world. He's maybe. got the, yeah, he's Dude, killing the game on the podcast. Rogan. Oh, and, and you know, I mean, this is kind of interesting. He's got Lawrence Lessig on right now, um, literally like today or he could be live right now. I don't know too much about him, but he wrote this book called Republic Lost, which is really interesting. It's like, we're jumping around, but like this is, a, <laughs> right. this is like a, a book about like how our, our government doesn't really work for us the way the way you know it was hopefully intended to and yeah okay. blah 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 and like how corporate and um uh, like j just like how the money and like the the rich and stuff control like like how it like works in the, in that uh you know these are like the they've set it up so that like most of the swing states are the only ones that matter like there's only a few hundred thousand yeah. people that actually need to be paid attention to yeah. in the eyes of like Congress and stuff and like how it's all, I mean, I got to read it or I got to, I'm I can't wait to listen to that. But anyhow, it's like, because he really like breaks it down and like mm -hmm. shows you like, all right, here's like why the Senate doesn't do, you know, yeah. why Congress is fucked and like why it's just kind of a farm team for these yeah, lobbyists and stuff. That I don't know, it's super, very interesting. Super good. Cause it's like, it's just like, you know, these things to be true, but you just don't really know exactly why it's that way. Yeah. And it's and hard it, to like do anything with your vote. If like you can't understand the ins and well, outs and of it. It, it touches well. on like what we're yeah. talking about. It's like, all right, you go to these places in the world and you're like, what do we do? Mm -hmm. The fuck do we do? Yeah. And I guess like, that's why, um, you know, really, I think you got to start with yourself, right? Ultimately. Yeah, I mean, I think the more selfless you can be, the better. But if you don't start with yourself, then how, how can you do anything for anybody else? You know? Yeah. Like yeah. if you're starving, how can you feed somebody else? Like that, it doesn't really work. But for but sure. Yeah, I think. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. We nope. should be as selfless as possible. Yeah. Like the. What does that mean to you, being selfless? 
I think just like, like the mindset or, okay. So like the value system, I've been reading this book, man. This is the best book. The Rock Warrior's Way. If you're a climber or like if you do parkour or whatever, you got to read this book. The Rock Warrior's Way. It's killer, man. It sounds cheesy, but it's it's a killer book. And they just talk about like priorities and value systems and stuff. Um, But anyway, so I think if you like just have this value system of like the overall, not others, not yourself, but the overall like greater good, you know, then man, we're getting into it. Um, (laughs) It's got so Hey, real quick, if you want to have any last thoughts on whatever the fuck you were talking about before, we're about to just jump off a philosophical cliff, it sounds like. So so please continue. If you're thinking about the greater good all the time and you're just thinking like what's best for everyone, then when like you're presented with a question, you're like that's how you can make the best like rational decision. It's like that's where my priority is at. Not like thinking, okay, what what's the best for me? And then, oh, well, no, I should think about others, too. And then you think about others and you're like maybe thinking like, oh, I should only think about others. But that that doesn't work either. So it's it's all about like having your values and like your priorities straight rather than like understanding where they should be and trying to make decisions off where they should be. Like if they are where they're at, the decisions will follow. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know if I explained that well um, in my head. It sounds good, probably a little but, more. But, so, OK, well, so like, like I guess like, well, for me, I see it as concentric circles in a way. Elaborate so like, on I feel that. like you have. I feel like, because you said, oh, you shouldn't just think about what yourself. Yeah. And I, but but like what I was saying earlier, I think it's important like to to figure the the you are the center of your little world, mm-hmm. regardless of whether or not you you think that's. I mean, I don't see it as a selfish thing. You're just like that's just it's fact. Just, yeah. You're just like that's. You think of things you from your the, perspective. You know, pff, yeah. Like, of course. This, this is the shit. Uh-huh. Like you're living in your world, and then like you interact with the other beings, or whatever. So you try to get your world good. If it's good, then you can, like you said, extrapolate to your friends and family and loved ones, whatever. Yeah. Then you can extrapolate. I mean, like, it's good to have it all line up and harmonious with what's good for everybody, mm-hmm. right? But I think you have to start from that more individual spot yeah. and work your way up and mm-hmm. out of there. Whereas, like, I think you even just said, if you if you try to do what's good for everyone, it's like, well, you know, for some people, it's like you should kill yourself. That would be like the best thing for everyone right now. <laughs> well, you know what I mean? Yeah, I guess. Maybe I guess not. I get maybe you. not. But like if your value structures are all fucked up, maybe yeah, you'd be like, right. you know what? I'm just making the biggest <laughs> carbon footprint and like I'm I'm just like consuming and like, you know what? There'd be just there's just too many people on this planet. <laughs> like that's not a good thing, though, because ultimately that's going to yeah. you know, sadden and destroy lives. And some people have that belief. Like, yeah, I mean, that's it's that, yeah. that's all I'm saying, though, is like if you if you start thinking about way too outside of yourself. Mm-hmm. especially early on yeah you'll be driven in some very unhealthy conclusions yeah potentially did you ever take a you went to college yeah yeah bro i mean yo i'm educated <laughs> you ever take an ethics class in college because there's like branches no, I, never, of I did that, take a philosophy course i minored in philosophy which oh, that's okay. not like ethics that explains a lot <laughs> but it does explain some things i guess yeah. i didn't even know that i was interested in philosophy until i was like already out of college i was like huh i guess i did that because i like that but i like <laughs> dude i was just then why'd you pick philosophy because I, I i did enjoy like logic and thinking and i thought yeah, it was okay. easy because it makes sense like that's how i think anyhow it's just that makes like, sense yeah i was I like you. oh this is whatever yeah well there's like and this- i thought it, i found it fascinating i guess i found it more fascinating than um I mean, dude, honestly, when I was in college, I was just, I was just picking shit. Yeah. I didn't really know like what I wanted to do. So I was right. just like, I'll take some of that. I thought it was a good balance because, um, mm-hmm. the, what I majored in was creative advertising. Okay. Which 
again, like I, I for all the oh, wrong so you reasons. Didn't like I did in philosophy. No, I, I minored you were saying in you it. Majored. Minored, minored. Oh, you minored in it. Okay. But, Either way. But uh, the the major was like, oh, I'm going to go into the journalism school because yeah, I, I mean, I I was just for lack of a better word, I was just kind of like, I was swaying in the breeze, dude, yeah. in some ways. Like, I got you. I was trying to, I didn't, I didn't really like been forced to figure out what I really wanted. And like, I mean, dude, there's so many things that go along with that. Mm-hmm. I was just in, in a place where like, I wouldn't even maybe been at college if I was really asking myself the right questions at that time. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I don't regret anything. I think it was very beneficial for me to, for me to be there. I'm lucky yeah. to have gotten an education, but uh, I felt like I had to go to college. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I was just young and like I, I hadn't really like, luckily for me again, this is like a, you know, a privilege of being, you know, an American person yeah. that like grew up in, of you. in yeah. the suburbs and stuff. Like you don't, you kind of grow up slower than, you know, in other areas where you're just like, Hey, get your shit together. Yeah. But like, I didn't figure it out exactly what I was, what I was doing. And so I was like, I guess you have to go, you go to college. I'm going to college. Right. And like, none of this shit seemed interesting to me. You know, for I mean, I I was just like, all right, I'll get good grades, mm-hmm. and I picked I picked the creative journalism track because it was prestigious. That was yeah. the only reason. I was like, my friend, cool I had, I had some friends in, yeah. going into it, and I was like, I like being creative, and it's a uh, it's potentially it's got a like nice um, whatever. But it was renowned uh, across like America for being a good program. Yeah, that okay. CU had. So I was like, all right, if if I can get into that, that's a good thing. And yeah. I got in, and I was like, all right, but. It was, it's retarded because I was, when I got towards the end, I was like, this is the opposite of what I care about. You know, yeah. like when you start aligning the values, I'm like, like this industry is almost perfectly counter contradictory, which in a way was really cool. Cause I yeah. got to like face, um, and confront like some of the things that ticked me off, you know, okay. and like really now, understand what, what this side of things. It. I don't get it. I just don't like the way that whole industry is designed. Like fake news, CNN. Fake. Well, just it's just like it's 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 again it's a reversal of like my values. It's like the whole. I mean, okay, this is gonna be hard to explain, maybe, but the creative people, there's so there's some amazing minds and creative thinkers and like real artists and like you know really cool people throughout the industry. I don't want to like shit the whole thing down. Yeah. But at its core. Like generally, I just have a huge problem with it's it's centered around like creating more problems, in my opinion, than solving problems. It's like it's like, let's try to get people to buy more of this. It's like, but no one's asking, do they need more of that? Mm -hmm. Like, it's just whoever has the money. It plays way too much into um, the structures that already are there. Yeah, okay. because like the biggest thing you can do in a, in a now, is in that, that what creative journalism is I guess I no, thought... it's it's well and it was a journalism school but creative track of advertising was per- specifically aimed at like you would like the job that I was supposed to want when I was coming out of college was to go work for an advertising agency yeah okay become a creative like director at some advertise maybe start my own advertising firm yeah. or something okay like that's what you should want to do i got you and like some people they maybe they like are really passionate about that and some people like my professor he actually has his own ad firm here in boulder he's a fucking pimp yeah he does like some really <laughs> cool stuff he works on like projects that seem like actually meaningful and like kind of cool yeah but i'm with you on I, that like yeah. i also like i'm just like dude what are we talking about like a lot of the shit that you have to do in the industry is like 
you just like for me, it's just it goes against my 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 ethics or whatever. It's low it key brainwashing. Like, it's low key brainwashing. Yeah, exactly. No, it's I'm, like, I'm with you. Let's I, like, I hate that industry. And like they, to be fair, to their credit, they never like overtly do that. They're always trying to steer you towards like what's that's the real thing that's valuable to people. That that's the message you should be trying to harness. Yeah. But it's like, all right, well. I just don't believe that this is healthy for people to like, mm. no one should be eating more Nabisco cookies. No one yeah. should be like, you know, it's it just, it's contradictory to, to what I believe in, yeah. which is like, we should all be trying to be better and healthier like, and not just like making more money. Yeah, yeah. And like that whole industry is like what the best thing you could do is get a land, a huge account, mm-hmm. land, a huge account with a fucking giant brand. Yeah. And then like, now you get a, you get boatloads of cash so you can like, you know, brainwash more people and yeah. you can do some really cool creative stuff, but it's like, fuck that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, it's, it takes all the artistry out of it because now it's just, uh, you know, if let's say you land Nike, it's like, all right, dope. You get it. Maybe you get to create the just do it campaign. Mm-hmm. Fucking legendary campaign yeah. or, or, you know, or got milk or some of these fucking campaigns, but it's like, I'm like, dude, I do not want my fucking legacy to live on yeah. like on uh, on some brand, like some shitty brand that probably I don't stand behind. Yeah. But that's where it can be good is like Nike being like, I hate Nike with all my heart because of the whole, I don't know if you know, they made some like running shoes and they're like, hey guys, if you're injured, you got to wear these running shoes. And there was like no science that backed that they were any better. In fact, like people's injuries went up statistically and they were just like, wear these if you're getting injured. And so like. I don't know if you know much about it. That's why I like the Vivo thing. It's kind of taken off now. Um, yeah, dude, that's all I'm saying. It's, like, it's like, I just don't want to like, I don't want to be shilling out yeah. things that I don't even understand. But also it's really cool that they're like sponsoring people like, you know, yeah, yeah, Houston yeah. and I don't even, yeah. yeah, I don't want to shit like Adidas, Nike. Like I would, I would take a Nike sponsorship maybe yeah. or an Adidas sponsorship if I could, you know, do the terms the way I wanted to, or if mm-hmm. they, if they, if they, you know, whatever. It's like, yeah. I don't actually have a huge problem with these things, but I don't want to be putting my creative efforts towards like them, mm-hmm. you but know, yeah, I, I'm much more comfortable working on, you know, the brands that I feel like I'm actually involved and believe in. Yeah. But no, there's some that like do it really well. Like, I mean, the parkour community kind of has it nailed because of their very high standard of ethics. It seems like you talk about it here on the show a lot, but like, yeah, I mean, but sometimes it bites our own ass. Like that's the thing is <laughs> like, you know what I mean? No, I don't. What do you mean? I mean, just like almost sometimes we we are so progressive that we eat our we eat our own. Right, we eat, right. We're, we're like eating our own here, and yeah. it's like we we could we could probably in some cases stand to be a little more supportive, mm-hmm. even of like you know, there's some of the I don't know. Like I can't Red think Bull of an example. Or whatever. Yeah, I got. It's you. just but like I don't know. I, I it's it's just you always, were talking it's about always beer a fine line. And like we all we all hate on Tempest for like doing that cold cock whiskey thing, and it's like I don't know how many people hate on them, but they're like, yeah, they. Their trip was sponsored by whiskey, and it's like we all drink whiskey. Like I love yeah, exactly. whiskey. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I'm like, dude, why are we all pretend? Like it's it's. <laughs> and I don't think that's just a parkour thing. I think it's just like a progressive person mindset where you where you can buy so much into it that you are become a hypocrite, and you're mm-hmm. like, you know what? That's not okay. And it's like, well, do yeah. you, you use drugs or alcohol, or do you like party? And like, if you do, then shut your fucking mouth you know like what are we what are we who are we hurting here yeah and like ultimately i want parkour to be bigger and stand for for more and stuff i think mm-hmm. that's really cool that we we have aspirations as a community to to change things the change the way things are being done mm-hmm. like in athletics and in sport and things and i think that's like 
that's awesome. Yeah. I don't want us to like, just follow. I mean, I want, I think it's beautiful that we have our own path and we're trying to walk it, you know, whatever we're figuring it out. But also, you know, sometimes I feel like we are, uh, we're a little putting ourselves on a pedestal too much and it's just like, come on. And some money from outside the community could really boost the, the community a lot. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's tough, dude. I I mean, I I can't, I know that's why I just try not to pass judgment on anything because I don't want people to judge me. You know, I'm like, I'm trying Mm -hmm. to make the best choices I can. And, uh, and so like, I, I believe that most people are, you know, like I believe that Tempest or whatever with cold cock, it's like, you know what, this is going to make a huge difference Mm -hmm. and whatever. Yeah, cold cock. Did it have to be cold cock whiskey? <laughs> I know whiskey? that's like the worst. Why the is your cold? One, but... Why is your cock cold anyway? Why, who, what kind of name is that for anything? But it's weird, man. Yeah, I don't but, get why uh, they would name it that, dude. Like, <laughs> dude, I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. Like, uh, like shine. Um, well, we'll talk about this later. Never mind. Okay. I don't All even right, want to. Yeah. There's like, there's like opportunities even that I'm like, mm, who knows? <laughs> who An knows? opportunity that you're looking at or what? Um, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. We can talk about it later. We'll talk sure. about it. Maybe, maybe you guys will just see something. Um, Oh yeah. I, I, well, you know, all right. I'm just like, we don't know. Everyone's figuring it out and tripping yeah. over themselves as we're doing it. Mm-hmm. So like as much as I want everyone to be better, I think we need to be more forgiving and we can move faster. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. If we're more forgiving and just like, all right, well, whatever, you know, like, bygones be guy bygones more than just like jumping like this is a problem not again i don't even think this is parkour i think it's like a a problem for just the whole uh progressive way of thinking Mm -hmm. and it and it has been for centuries i think it's just like that's just the way the world works yeah is like the people that are the most forward thinking are going to be playing with ideas that inevitably like don't they're so they're so excuse me they're so aggressive in in like the the reform that they're trying to create that it like stalls themselves out. Yeah, yeah, I hear that. You know what I mean? It's like we what is it? Like the SS Hydra baby, it's a fucking big ship potentially. What did they say? It's like an oil tanker. It's like you you don't turn on a dime. Like you got to steer I don't know the analogy. No There's idea. an analogy where it's like <laughs> you can't turn a you can't turn a tanker around in a day like it takes like it takes like a you know a, a d- destroyer like some kind of huge naval ship interesting it takes okay. it like maybe a month to change course mm-hmm. can i tell you and that's just a fucking a ship imagine like the whole of society <laughs> okay keep going I'm, so, I'm going way too much on a no, my here. brother this is stupid and random but my brother he used to be in the navy and uh one time they had to like stall for a little bit and he was like driving the boat and uh his like the guy above him was like all right just don't hit this thing over there other than that you just got to drive around for a bit so he's mm-hmm. like, all right. And he <laughs> and he drove the boat in the shape of a penis and balls. <laughs> that's, that's so funny. I mean, you and know. he's like his captain or whoever the heck like is up, you know, up like doing his thing. And and like the guy with him is like, you know, the captain can see this, right? He's like, you yeah. can, he can see it on the radar. And it's like, oh, man. So he like jogged off a little bit and then went back. So it's just like a penis with a growth. Like, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was the most baller thing, but anyway. yeah, I mean, dude, I mean, yeah, it's, it's penis and baller thing for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. That stuff is just, that's like the, I don't know that, that, that all that shit is hard to figure out. And clearly it was, I mean, think about like, that's why we're in this predicament with fig in the first place, potentially is, yeah. is the very founders, the very like legends of our sport. Like we're working hand in hand and, and, and even, you know, at Apex, we we had like potentially partnered 
we, we were working towards a partnership potentially on an event um, with some of these people. Like, we don't know. We're trying to figure this shit out. Yeah. And uh, I think, you know, we, we're all making the right call. And I think it's really cool that there is this resistance, mm-hmm. you know, because again, like, I, I think we, for as far as I'm concerned, the Olympics does not. They don't have our best interest they in mind. They definitely don't have our best they're interest. They're money grubbing. They get their fingers all grubby and and fig. I think. But too, man. also, like, if you think about the worst case scenario, it's probably gonna offer some opportunities that didn't exist. Yeah, worst case scenario. And, I mean, it's uh, it's kind of like a sellout. I mean, but I yeah, don't wanna, it's just like. I mean, I don't know, dude. I don't want to hate on anybody who's doing the comps. I get why, and I understand. Like, if I was up at that level and they were offering me money to go do these comps, like it'd be really hard to say no, but. Also, I, I see like Fig's intentions and like Fig's history, you know, like. Well, yeah, that's the thing. It's just like. It just doesn't seem like. What are you supposed like... to do? You're supposed to just, I mean, like we understand the athlete position. Yeah. But also it's like they're not as well informed. I think like if they were fully informed, potentially they would yeah. take more issue with it or be less willing to. And a lot of you people have You think that's left. the only problem? Yeah, a bunch of them left. They uh, got educated. I don't know. I don't know quit. Because again, like I might be uninformed. Maybe there's more perspective that I need to, to know. Yeah. Like from what I. As far as I can understand, the more I, you know, mm-hmm. the more I think about it, the more I hear, the more I'm like, yeah, fuck that. Yeah. Fuck all that. But the way I see us like beating Fig is, is like not taking them seriously as a, as a parkour community. And then, I mean, eventually like nobody will take them seriously. You know, like they can't make parkour that'll, that'll thrive be insane, in there. dude. I mean, like, that's what I'm saying is like, that's, that is, that could be so fucking legendary. What? If the parkour community actually and fully destroys like the momentum of the IOC and, I and the fake community, it. stick you know, it, stick it. No, um, what's up? I don't even remember the movie that well, but it's like this girl and she's a skater or a blader. I think she mm-hmm. rollerblades. I don't know. And then she goes to like worlds. She's like a really good gymnast. Mm. I don't know. And there's like all these crazy. And long story short, they don't like the uh, like the committee or the the organization that like runs these competitions and stuff. And they've got all these silly rules. So like all the uh, all the athletes like protest by breaking all the silly rules and getting yeah. like zero scores and like so nobody competes at this event it's like i don't know it's like a baller and stuff and yeah i think that'd be the coolest thing like if nobody competed or if people did compete and they just didn't take it seriously they're always going to be able to find people to compete yeah i but, think like there's just there's just too much uneducation and parkour is so global and worldwide they're going to be able to find somebody in fucking where's moroccan city you were saying <laughs> marrakesh they're going to find some there's a community there i there's tried gonna to meet find up with some them. dude yeah. from marrakesh who maybe just doesn't pay attention to this shit yeah. and he's gonna be like oh sick i get to be an olympian and he doesn't fucking even he's not gonna think twice yeah he's not gonna know exactly you know what i'm saying but so we can still separate ourselves by saying like oh 100 that's not 100 like, that's what i'm saying is like skiing and snowboarding wasn't able to do it like mm-hmm. skiing snowboarding got absorbed by skiing bmx got absorbed by cycling yeah um skateboarding got absorbed by inline or whatever fuck like all these disciplines are getting fucked over, right? Yeah. But again, like and not to not to make the case for them, but it's just it's just like, all right. It's just a weird fine line because mm-hmm. it's like I, I want it'd be really cool. But what a cool story that'd be if like parkour was like fuck you. Stop That's what the I'm momentum. Rooting for. We yeah. st- I'm rooting for that as well. Yeah. We stop the momentum. We put we put our stamp in history as like the one sport they just couldn't they couldn't mm-hmm. take. And I think that's and, like you know, the only thing we can do at the at this point. Like, we don't have much political power, and like, even on on an individual level, we can't. Like, I don't think we can do much yeah. at this point. But what we can do is we can say like, "Hey, I don't support that. I don't. 
I don't want to support your competitions. I don't want to compete. If you guys want to get the kid from Marrakesh, like give him some money. He, you know, that's great. And like, I don't think people take it seriously if like it's a bunch of no names competing. You know what I mean? Like, but there won't be no names once they are in the Olympics. You're probably right. Like they're, they're going to be lifted up. They're going to be recognized to resist, you know, the goal is to resist, but you know, what could happen? And this is, again, this is like worst case scenario is like, all right, does anyone really think that snowboarding is skiing? No. Does anyone really think skateboarding is inline or BMX is cycling on the road? Yeah. It's like, I don't want, again, like, I'm not trying to say that I'm okay with this, but it's, you know, it's it could be like that the worst case scenario isn't even like that bad. It Honestly, it might not be. You know what I'm saying? But like, again, like if you look at I think those it's other great that we like should, that. I think it's awesome. I think that'd be a better story because if parkour can represent something that that's more that's way bigger than us mm-hmm. that's that's big that's rep, that's a that's a stand that's making a stand for all disciplines that have ever been fucked over by the aoc and mm-hmm. in, in any an olympic thing yeah and we're we would reform the way that the olympics was done yeah and that wouldn't that would not be anything small like if if we actually do make the stand like that's all i'm saying though is we have to recognize that this is such a fucking huge thing to do that it's not going to be easy. If if it does happen, it's going to be a, a lot of effort and potentially a lot of yeah striving and stuff. But uh, you know, but yeah, I've been reading some stuff. Eugene Minogue, cool shout out Eugene Minogue for that guy's for bringing the, the fire, yeah. dude, and, and inspiring. Um, He's a savage, to, man. To, dude. Does he, he even is train? A, is he a parkour person? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Like, I mean, he's he's like old forty now. with kids yeah. and shit. So like, I mean. <laughs> But he's, he's, he's got a, a bad. He's got a full day job. He's doing all this shit on the volunteer yeah. action, like. And he's made he's so a, much he's progress. He's a hero. Like, yeah, he's a true hero. But I'm saying, without more Eugene Minogue's, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just think about it sometimes, and I'm like, all right, that 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 could be crazy. Yeah. If parkour could represent represent something like that. That would overthrow. I mean, we're essentially trying to overthrow millennia of olympic momentum yeah and so like that's all i'm saying is like you really look at the scope of this it is a tall task it really is yeah um and and uh that's not something we should back down from but mm-hmm. you know just but like with advertising and stuff yeah. it's like all right well i was i was like i don't want to work in the ad agency right but it doesn't mean like me little old me at 20 graduating from university of colorado or whatever 21 whatever it was it's not like I could go, all right, well, I'm going to bring down the whole fucking system, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, it stops here. Yeah. No more bullshit. No more brainwashing. It's, mm-hmm. you know, you, that's why again, oof, yeah. Check this fucking segue circle back. That's why you got to start with yourself. I feel like, yeah, because yeah. I can't solve the Olympic problem mm-hmm. myself. I tried and to if do I that try, what am I doing? Like with like, I was a personal trainer and like, I was working for 24 hour fitness. It's a terrible, terrible company. Um, if you got a membership there, that's cool. But like, I don't know. So I was like training there and like, I wasn't very good at it. I'm a bad salesman. And uh, you got to like sell your own clients and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was a new trainer. I didn't like, I didn't know that much. But uh, the industry is like weird. Like, I mean, it's it's marketing it's and it's like sales that. again. It's like, hey, like, like you want to make them feel really bad. Like we, mm-hmm. like lying was not a weird thing. Like we were supposed to lie to people like to, to sell. And like, we were supposed to like, get in and tell them like how would you feel if you lost 30 pounds you know like implying they're 30 pounds overweight and things like that which you know if they were but like you you were supposed to like subtly make them feel bad to like get them to want to train with you it's just horrible yeah. it's like not a positive atmosphere and uh and yeah i tried to bring it down i was like i'm gonna do it my own way <laughs> oh my gosh it was bad 
I went broke and I quit. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so now I'm I haven't stepped foot in that gym for a while. And it's, that's uh, that's uh, the constant. I mean, I'm that's... doing that at the parkour gym, and we got a good good mentality there. Everyone's cool. They're like, parkour is fun, and you should absolutely do it. But like, if you don't want to, I don't want to make you like go skateboard or go dance, whatever. Like, you do what you want to do, you know? Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Man. I don't want to force people to buy a membership. Like, no matter how. I don't know. I sell way better at Apex than I do it at 24. Well, it's something you believe in. Exactly. That's, exactly, that's, yeah. that's what I'm saying is like, you got to find the things that you believe in mm -hmm. because otherwise <laughs> you're just going to be constantly fucked by like, yeah. <laughs> but working against yourself. That's why selling furniture was so hard. I Dude, told you how I you used to sell furniture. Yeah, Tell we, were, us. we were talking about this love seat for everybody at home. We were talking about this love seat I'm sitting on and how he hates love seats. I'll mm -hmm. let you go on that rant in a minute. And then I don't know. And I was, I was telling him how I sold furniture and it was like, I never, I couldn't sell love seats, but I couldn't sell anything, man. Like I made like four sales in like the year that I was a, a sale, a furniture <laughs> salesman. Cause it's like, I don't even use furniture. Like I use my roommate's furniture and like I sleep on a bed, but even then, like I usually just have it on the floor. You know what I mean? Like, why do we need all these things for comfort? Like just go outside and climb a tree. Like that's more fun. I feel like, but, uh, yeah. And it's like even sitting, like I've since learned that like how bad sitting is for you. So I don't know, put a bunch of pillows in your living room and maybe like a kitchen table and that's all you need, you know, but I don't know. So I could not sell furniture. It was tough. I, yeah, I couldn't Tell do Tell me it. this love set. So love seat. You, you, you like this. I can't do it, man. I'm be a disgruntled customer. I would say all the things that I'd memorized, like what it's made out of, um, how it's a faux leather, but how faux leather is actually better than real leather. I don't know if that's true, but that's, it's not, that's what I've heard. I don't know. <laughs> Cause it, um, <laughs> It's not because I'm selling genuine leather. I used to know. I I'm selling that genuine leather, leather. Hey, this is real hide. Yeah, you could real say it was. From, no one would know. From Kobe beef cows. <laughs> Kobe. You know what I don't I'm know saying? if that makes better Massaged leather. leather. <laughs> Massaged leather. I think tastier cows aren't necessarily prettier cows. In fact, I think it's the opposite. Well, you're, I used to take you're ag classes. the inside I grew up in of their, like, <laughs> it's not like, you know what I'm saying? What do you, isn't it, the, isn't leather the inside of their skin? I guess it's like the hairless yeah. version maybe i guess i, I don't, don't really know. know how leather's fully in fez made. they they make a bunch of leather fez is in morocco yeah 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 it's like their industry I there have a friend out there actually it smells horrible in fez uh well i don't know if she's in fez or not but she just posted uh this photographer who's like just out traveling and doing some shit oh dang. she was like at the leather action there's like all it's these like dye all the, yeah like pits it smells and, horrible dude it smells yeah. so bad yeah um yeah we didn't go to any of those but like it was cool because we just kind of wandered around town and we like went up and started hiking around this castle and stuff. And, uh, and there were just guys up there like hanging up their leather on like mm -hmm. old, I mean, it looked like ancient ruins. Like, I don't know what these were, but they were like falling yeah. apart and they were like, I mean, it had to be like a thousand years old and people were just like nailing their leather to it to dry. And, uh, I got like a sick picture of it if I do say <laughs> so myself, but, uh, yeah, it was cool, man. It was funny. We saw this kid on a donkey and he was like carrying his leather, like through the streets. And then we like hiked up onto this like hill to the castle. And there's, there was the kid, and he was, like, helping his grandpa hang up the leather. And I was like, oh, nice. Um, but, yeah, it was cool, man. It was weird culture there, but, yeah. I like mean, a neat, neat, interesting culture. So, yeah, what do you take away from all that? What, what are you taking away? What are you bringing back to the States? Yeah. Um, Did you get, like, perspective on, on like, what your, what's your next phase in life here? Or yeah. What are you thinking about, like, now that you've seen some more of the world, seen some shit? I, I feel like I'm still kind of on my adventure. And I, I kind of decided that... Um, I was talking about like value systems. Mm -hmm. The value shouldn't be to come away with an answer or like my, my value should not be putting, excuse me. I should not put my value in success. I should put my value in the journey and learning, growing, um, improving as a person. So that was, this book is crazy. You got to read this book. So, uh, 
like the trip, I was like, I'm just going to put a priority on learning and growth, like mm-hmm. getting perspective from these other cultures. Um, that's it. That's all I got. No, that's all you uh, got. You know, there's just like other things. Just like I mean, that's not that's not that's not nothing. Yeah, I think like, that's dope. I mean, yeah, like especially your 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 age and what whatever you know you're doing cramped. in life, like calf just cramp, calf calf cramp. Yeah, uh, no, but it's like perspective kind of is everything. Like all the learning and growth comes from the perspective, and it's like that's that's like all I did. So I don't feel like I have an answer by any means, but it's just like I'm just out there trying to like trying to better myself and like trying to you know learn more about other cultures and like open my mind a little bit and i mean it's interesting to like like i'm trying to learn i was trying to learn french and now i'm trying to learn spanish uh, way. it's hard do you know french s'il vous plaît yeah no oh <laughs> oh that's ah, please putain. you dumbass <laughs> um, <laughs> i just know a few phrases i don't know shit really dude it's so hard man like i was trying and it's yeah even the people there were like dude my you dad can't was do it. born in paris so yeah because you're like french and peruvian partly right? yeah do you know spanish we oui. I mean, see, 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 I know more Spanish than I know French, but Spanish is so much more versatile. Like everywhere they speak Spanish Spanish is, I know more Spanish than French for sure. Yeah. So that's what I'm, I'm going to start trying to learn that. But while I was in (laughs) France, I was like thinking maybe I might try and get a job there. And like in my head, I was like, oh, it won't be that hard. I'll just go find a sick gig. And, um, just like anyone who will take me without a work visa. But then I got to walking around. I'm like, nobody speaks English and I don't speak any French. I'm like, I couldn't think of a single job I could do or like how to get a job. Yeah, it was horrible. (laughs) And so I like real quick started trying to learn French. And I mean, that's another thing, like trying to learn a language, like opens up your mind about like, not just like linguistics, linguistics. Yeah. And like, uh, I don't know my terminology here. Is it etymology? Like the study of like roots and prefixes and shit? I I don't know. Actually, that sounds maybe about right. You just like, it's interesting to see like how another culture like the syntax things and things and, and like yeah. oh, like the, the organization of their language yeah yeah and just like yeah i mean not even just that but like priorities of like what gets named <laughs> and what dope. doesn't like, yeah well yeah yeah because that is that can make you think a different way mm-hmm. it can open your mind up yeah just like movement same thing movement mm-hmm. parkour is a language yeah. as much as it's anything it's just it's a way to speak through movement you're like yeah. here's how i interact with my environment blah blah, blah. and like you can look at things and I think it's the same thing. It's like, just, it's more perspective. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, it is. And it's, uh, it's also, yeah, it's interesting, interesting to see how, uh, how they train out there. Like we, we went and like went to this jam. Mm-hmm. I don't know me. I climb up on a roof and I'm like, oh, where this is Morocco. This is, uh, Miramis, France. Miramis. Okay. Miramis was dank. Yeah. How do and, they train out there? Please. So like normally I go up on a rooftop and like, it's whatever, but like, I'm worried somebody's going to kick me off. Like I'm trying to say, stay low key. I saw some kids. We were jamming with kids, by the way. Like, kids come to the jams. Parents come to the jams. The jams are very inclusive. And uh, I saw these kids climb up on a roof. And I'm like, should they? I don't know if they should be doing that. But I was like, whatever. Like, (laughs) they seem confident. So I followed them. I went up to the roof. And we were, like, kicking a soccer ball around up there. And I saw this, like, older gal. She was, like, young still. But, like, she had some kids and stuff. Um, And I'd seen her at a parkour class. I knew she trained. But she was coming over. And I assumed she was, like, getting ready to kick us off. But then she sent her kids up one by one up this like two and a half, three story building, like <laughs> climbing onto like the windows and stuff. Like it was like, Damn, there was some bars. and she was like climbing after him to make sure they didn't fall. And I'm like, this is sweet. Like, and then we got kicked off. It was the funniest thing. Like some dude came and kicked us off, which is like the only time we got kicked off at all. Cause Miramis is so cool. But um, yeah, she sent her kids up and like, it's just very accepted there. And like, they're like, yeah, I mean, this seems like a, a decent send. And she was confident her kids could do it. And oh, we don't have that mentality here, but. But yeah, it was sweet, man. It was uh, that is some. It was some cool jamming, and I was sick. I couldn't really do much. It was a bummer, but um, yeah, it was fun though. Hey, well, you know. Yeah. 
that's what that world world travel is all about, dude. Yeah. So where are you going next? You going to Guam? Sounds like Guam. Guam, yeah. son. I hope I've got. You're going to tomorrow. some strange locations. Yeah. You got to respect that, I guess. You're really <laughs> after that perspective, like you're saying. Yeah. You're not after that tourist life. Mm-hmm. doesn't seem. No, I feel like the more you stay like in one place, like the easier it is to become stagnant um, in that in that area. That is, I mean, obviously you can like buckle down and get a lot done, which when you're traveling, you can't really. But I mean, I'm in my 20s and like I want to like explore different things. Like, I mean, people talk about the gap year. Um, like you went to college. You had no idea what you're doing. You're just like, this is I mean, I did the same thing. It's like. You're supposed to go to college. Like, this is what I'm kind of interested in. I'll do this. If you take a gap year and go travel, you're like, oh, I never even realized like this was a job. These people are doing this thing. Or like, oh, this is a thing that's happening here. I wonder if like there's a demand for this in the States or like whatever. Um, And yeah, like I think it like even just like a little bit of time to go travel and like see some stuff that's like out of your immediate area um, can really give you like some really good uh, insight as to what you want to do with your life, you know, so. Sure, sure. I'm using my 20s to figure that out, you know. Yeah, use them up. Yeah. All the way up. Yeah. <laughs> it's it is kind of nerve-wracking though. It's like, man, maybe I should not be broke. Well, you know what? I mean, dude, who, yeah, yeah, who knows? I I certainly shouldn't be the one telling you what to do. I don't know. I'm still like uh in a position where, you know, you don't really figure things out. Yeah. As far as I can tell, nobody does. But a lot of people um, would give a lot to get, be Brandon Douglas, you know. You what? I said a lot of people would give a lot to be Brandon Douglas. Oh, no, they shouldn't. They shouldn't do that. That would be a mistake. Um <laughs> You know, I think it's just cool when you find that thing that you want to chase. Yeah. Uh, you're really excited about chasing. Mm-hmm. And like, again, like you just find, find the meaning, you know, whatever it yeah. is. That's really what it's all about. Yeah. Because none of this shit, I mean, ultimately, again, like that perspective that you get when you're traveling, it's like, all right, if there's anything I can do, it's just to do my own life justice mm-hmm. as much as I can. Because if these guys are working this hard and they're, you know they don't give a fuck really. It's yeah. not like they're feeling the other way around. Like maybe, maybe they are, maybe some of these people in, in Guam or whatever, or in Miramas um, or any of these yeah. places that you were at are looking at you like, Hey man, you got it pretty good out here. You're just fucking traveling around, taking a year off, whatever. Mm-hmm. That's not a luxury everyone gets to have, but you know, you're just trying to do what's meaningful for yeah. you, you know? And I think that's like ultimately what you're, your responsibility is mm-hmm. you know if well, you're no, gonna do one seem, thing they seem so content with like nothing i mean you've talked about it on the the show i think or maybe i don't know but yeah it's like happiness like does not correlate at all with like the things you have and like i don't know last year was the brokest <laughs> yeah, exactly, year of my life exactly like, exactly like yeah. most people will tell you that more money more problems and like <laughs> yeah you know people were happiest when they didn't have anything and mm-hmm. you know because yeah, you, now, you can get really caught up in that, especially like you said, if you prioritize prioritize those things. Yeah, and uh, it's all about uh, value systems. Again. It's all about that value system. Yeah, and know? that like that kind of sent me into like a depression for a little while, and uh, I think I like kind of got to the root of it. You know, it's kind of hard to know like what like why you know you're bummed, but I realized it was like in my like where I was placing my value. Like, although I would tell people like, oh, I just want to progress and be a good athlete, it was like my my actions showed that I wanted followers on Instagram. Like my action showed uh, that I wanted people to like respect my movement and okay, and yeah. I, you know what I mean? And just like, I started realizing that, um, I don't know. And so then I like quit training so hard and I had this weird, like, I don't give a fuck. You know, I was like degaffing all the time and like, but not in a healthy way, like in a way that just like, I wasn't training or working out or like stretching and like my body, like I'm so weak right now. Um, yeah, I can tell bro. <laughs> but yeah, so now I'm just like, I don't know. I feel like now I'm kind of getting my priorities in order. And, and you, you talked about that too. Like you said, you were kind of in a funk and then you went down to Mexico and you're 
I mean, dude, yeah, I mean, better. yeah, like this, 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 yeah, there's, there's a lot of things that you have to work through, I think, mm-hmm. just as a human being, just like, just default out of the, out of, you know, not out of the gate or whatever, out of the womb, but mm-hmm. like, you come out, you get some shit like added <laughs> on and then like you forget to put some of it down Yeah. or if you forget to work through it. And then, mm-hmm. you know, I yeah. just think like I, that this year was very much me working through some of that stuff Yeah. and not just in Mexico or whatever, but, um, just even the last few years, you know, like yeah. Uh, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Just, with things with, you know, the way the life plays out, you know, you, you, even if you were chasing that dream, even if you get to the the place that you thought you wanted to be, sometimes you're, it doesn't, you know, mm-hmm. it's not what you thought it was going to be. Yeah. And that doesn't necessarily, or sometimes it is exactly what you thought it was going to be. But then once you get there, you're like, all right, now what? You know, yeah. there's, there's always like next, you always have to, it's, it's never ending. Mm-hmm. So again, that's why the value structure is like so important, like you're saying, because that's what's going to keep you compassed in towards something that, feels good mm-hmm. like feels meaningful because uh everything else a lot of that shit is fleeting like you know if you if you're aimed at more followers or whatever yeah you know you're gonna but what if you if you get the followers like what happened yeah exactly like, you're just like <laughs> like you know yeah but um and that was my thing i was going out to san francisco for uh for like the qualifiers for the international and like i didn't expect to do too well i've never competed before but i went out there and i just wanted to like do well at the comp. Like my biggest thing was I wanted to get respect from like the community out there. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, like post some cool stuff on Instagram and stuff like that. And like in my head, I thought I, I had my values in the right spot, but I don't know. I got home and like, like I, I met all my goals. I felt like I competed well. Like people at the jams were like, I don't know, like complimenting me on, on lines and stuff. And I felt very like respected by, by the mm-hmm. people out there. And I was just like, and I met a bunch of big names and like did some challenges that like they were doing and stuff. And it was just like, I don't know. <laughs> in my head it seemed so pure and then I got home and I'm like what it's, uh, why do I even care about that like I should only care about getting better improving getting stronger I should not even care about parkour that much in general like who doesn't I mean, help you know what I mean like it's good to have a passion but well, the thing is like like that that's why I think it's important to to get that internal centering yeah because like it's easy to do that i think it's easy to think that way and be like you know what i'm not even really helping anybody like fuck what does my training even mean yeah yeah like you can get lost real quick if you're if you're not oriented yeah and uh yeah maybe parkour isn't the thing that gets you the growth Mm -hmm. um or maybe parkour isn't you know the thing that's going to benefit you the most and maybe that's when you put it down or Mm -hmm. or move on to something else or maybe it's like maybe you need to just work through that shit. Maybe it's it's still, there's still stuff there for you. Uh, who knows? Mm-hmm. Like everyone's on a personal, unique, uh, you know, life experience. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't I don't think that you can also put say that parkour is 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 any different than a lot of the shit that anyone's doing that they no, find right. super meaningful. And uh, certainly, it's not less than mm-hmm. you know. Like for me, I did dry I did derive a great deal of personal growth from, from my practice yeah. and I uh, still do. And but um, if that's where your priorities at, that's, that's good. If your priorities in being a good athlete, then like you're not Bennett. Like if you achieve your goals in parkour, which are being a good athlete and being respected by the community, you have not, you've probably learned and grown a little bit, but like not in a substantial way. If your goal is as a whole to be a good person, be a selfless person, be um, like improve every day, and you use parkour as a tool for that, then absolutely it's going to be beneficial. Um, but it's only one aspect of it. You know what I mean? And so like, 
the amount that I was like the amount of time I was putting into parkour where my goals were representing something that was not well and that's helpful. not necessarily like but you, I mean you might be being a little hard on yourself I mean I don't know this yeah. is just me like playing devil's advocate for the yeah. most part but you know it's like you're trying to work towards something mm -hmm. you know it's just like alright you want to know what it feels like to like make a, a splash you know and sometimes mm -hmm. it's like it feels shallow but it's like and that's how everything is sure if you want to be good at anything you're gonna have to work hard at it. you're gonna have to do some shit that you probably don't care about like mm -hmm. post on instagram or, or whatever you know it's yeah. like you're gonna it's it's competitive out there if you want to live any kind of dream that is like again it True. throws back to yeah. this whole things where it's like you're not gonna fucking brent break the system overnight and like all of a sudden it's like the way mm -hmm. you want it to be you're like oh i'm the perfect pure artist i do things my way and you know whatever sure it's like it's always a struggle yeah you're always going to be trying to battle and decide which compromises you're willing to make and which ones you're not right because that's just life but you there's know? actually that's just life in a way so i don't think there's much compromise here like if you like if your value systems are in order you still i feel like can achieve more effectively like <laughs> even the even the things that you shouldn't care to achieve so um so when you video a line when you're like doing whatever how often do you see people like they go and do the line. Maybe they get it one time. And they're like, okay, now film this for me. So then they do it and they're like, all right, let me look at it. They watch it. They're like, oh, I don't like it. And they go do it again. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Or like, it wasn't perfect, whatever. Should we be looking at the video and being like, what's the most aesthetically pleasing for my Instagram viewers? Or should you be like, oh, I didn't hit that, that stride as confidently as I wanted to. I should clean that line up. Or maybe you recognize it from the video, but like, I feel like we have this, this like, um, this lens that we're looking at it, not as as though we're like criticizing the movement and saying like, how can I improve on that? We're saying like, how can I make this video look better? Even if that includes making the movement better. Um, I think you guys just stay true to you, but sure, sure. like certainly if you're like, Oh, what am I? Th I don't think that anyone who's actually really good at any of these things gives a shit about like they're not really thinking about that like people like to say that but it's not real nobody who's like man i'm doing this all for the viewers it's so <laughs> fucking obvious when people do that yeah that it just washes out with everything else that everyone like that's the e that's like that lowest hanging fruit bullshit but i think a lot of people do it and it's not obvious i think like i was like i didn't think i did that and then i was reading this book and trying to like because it, it gives you little clues it's like it tells you to be like a witness to your own like um subconscious like uh inner dialogue and, and kind of saying like, if you say these kinds of things, your value system might not be correct. And so I, that's what I did. You know, I was, I was out training. What kinds of things? Um, just like, oh man, now I need an example. So like, uh, I do a monkey plant and like mm -hmm. my feet like kind of slide up and it's like almost a shinner. It's like a monkey plant. I should be able to do that pretty, pretty well. And you're yeah. like, I've been training six years, man. Like I shouldn't, that's, that's bad. You shouldn't do that. Like that negative talk <laughs> is, is saying that you value like being a good athlete over, man, I kind of got off subject here. You value being a good athlete over learning and growth. Whereas if you, if you say like, oh man, that could have been a shinner. Wow. I've been training six years and I just learned something from a monkey plant. You know, that's like a much more, um, okay. much more stable way to look at it. As far as like filming something, you should look at it and you should say. That's definitely a better way, better mindset, more positive mindset. Yeah, absolutely. And like, I don't know. I read this book, man. Like I read like three chapters, went out for a session and was like, I got some work to do. Like it was it was immediate and it was like I don't, i'm not trying to sell this book i just like sure i mean i think you're i'm just trying your thinking though and, yeah exactly. and then you know i think that it comes from the same place though like mm -hmm. you want to be better and like if you notice you're making the same mistakes that you used to mm -hmm. you're like fuck i probably need to pay more attention to this monkey plant yeah you know 
or you know it's great it's better to think about it that way we're like oh i'm learning things still Mm -hmm. that's a that's a better mindset but um that inner critic dude you can't shut them up always you can't but that that, that's like but yeah i mean i I don't know that i've never met a monk you know that's like truly zen dad that doesn't have any of these problems so like i just i don't want people to get too hard on themselves like you yeah thinking that like oh man i'm fucked up yeah fucked up right now i fucking you know it seems like it's a little more natural than you than um, you might be giving it credit for. No, it's like, it is for you sure. You know, like uh, giving a you know, yeah, you should you should you should do the the line or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, fucking what I know, dude. I don't know. Like for me, it was always about like I wanted to do the challenge that I thought was dope, and I wanted to do it the way I thought it was dope. Yeah. And if I knew it felt good, and I didn't really give a shit what it looked like on the camera. Absolutely. But, That's the way it should but be. I think. if I knew that it could look better on the camera, and I was willing to do it again. Yeah. Then sometimes I'd be like, yeah, we should reshoot it because it's that cool of a challenge. I want people to experience what I know Mm -hmm. the challenge can be experienced like, Mm -hmm. which is like, it'll look better. People will understand like what's going on here better if we shoot it like this or whatever. But it sounds like in that case, your priority is the movement. And then it's it's the shot after that, you know? Sure. But uh, for me, it's all about the whole thing is an artistry. It's It's all a painting. It's like you're picking a challenge and um well i don't know dude Here, mm-hmm. he, here's a you know did you see yana shower's video i just shared it no yana shower is kind of like an interesting example of what you're talking about I don't know because who that is yana shower is like this german free runner okay who i i think does like a really he's like very very pure in his approach because he certainly isn't posting on instagram or whatever um he wanted to make this video he even po- talked about it on his instagram post he's like i just don't feel inspired by doing excuse me he doesn't feel inspired by posting little clips every day he wants to save them up make a sick edit and like really express himself through that medium the youtube medium like a long yeah, four or okay. five six minute video which and i can get like behind it's for all sure. these challenges that almost every single one of those challenges is like something you you've never really quite seen mm-hmm. like or something you definitely have never seen like just the the things the selection of tricks that he comes up with and decides to film yeah he's like you know, I don't know. I'm getting it. I'm not in his head, but I can tell that he has a real appreciation of like trying to show his audience mm-hmm. and himself that, you know, there's more out there, you know, like there's, I think that he's trying to be as original or, mm-hmm. or he's at least finding what's original about him to express and, and yeah. shoot. And um, it certainly takes like a certain amount of discipline and artistry to access that. Mm hmm. Rather than just being like, all right, what's the biggest fucking Kong Prix? Yeah. But if you're the kind of person that's like, I fucking love giant Kong Prix, Yeah. Then it's not different. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I'm saying. It's like people get discombobulated. It's like, well, who are you? Are you the fucking artist mm-hmm. that like really wants to make that happen? Or are yeah. you like more of an athlete? And that is your artistry is like, look at this giant power move. Yeah. Because I don't begrudge either one of them. Because those are two different people that deserve to have two different like mm-hmm. sets of goals and like value systems. But like coming from someone who only cares about like the athletic side of it and not really cares about like, don't get me wrong. It'd be cool to be able to make sick edits and stuff. I'm just like, that's not really where I want to put my energy. Yeah. So like when my, when my values are like, um, uh, like glorifying making a sick Instagram video, like, you know, it's not coming from a place of like, I want to make a beautiful piece of art. You know, it's coming from a place of, I want people to see it and think it's cool. Um, Whereas if I'm, if I'm down with like making sick edits, then you can, you need to make sure it's like, oh, I hope, you know, make sure you make a good video and that's like where your value is and like one that you're proud of and one that's artistic and beautiful. 
rather than something that like you're worried people won't think it's artistic and beautiful you know what i mean so like that's i guess the example of yeah yeah like what it would look like for somebody who was into making sick edits and stuff um but yeah it sounds like this guy is like very uninhibited by people's views of him and he's like i'm gonna get weird with my movement like i'm gonna get away from the trends and do something crazy and like and he did and he filmed it and then it was successful you know yeah because yeah. his values were in the right place that's how i, I mean, feel anyway here's the thing is like i don't even know necessarily oh whatever i don't know i, I think i'm just a little bit um i just like to to keep an open mind i'm always yeah. like thinking about the other side of things and yeah. i tend to agree with you on all this but i also i'm just you know you have to you have to if you want to make a career out of it like mm -hmm. you're 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 like maybe you weren't you know again this is this is your journey mm -hmm. you were talking about but if you want to make a career out of out of what you're doing which that you have awesome. to be yeah. you have to be thinking about some of this stuff mm -hmm. if you know you have to be thinking about like i mean i don't know maybe no, you don't. you're right yeah. i don't know you just you know what i mean like you're like what am i you should be doing the things that you need to do but eventually you'll get to a place where people are paying attention to you mm -hmm. and you'll want to you'll want to acknowledge that mm -hmm. you want to be like all right you, you should know how the game works i guess that's all i'm saying yeah you shouldn't be oblivious to the game you should but is know that how the you... game and then decide like what parts of you like you're working with that's and fair. stuff. okay yeah because if you're just like if you're if that's all I'm saying, I guess. That's is, how you get in the costumes is, it, is like worrying about what gets views. You know what I mean? Exactly. That's how you get a Power Ranger costume on. And if you get a Power Ranger wrong, costume sweet, on, but. yeah, it's like, I'm, <laughs> that's such a, that's such a hot topic right now. And it's just like, dude, I yeah. don't really give a fuck. I don't really you know care. Yeah, I, mean? I like, think they're fun. I'm but... way less interested in like hating on the person who's in the, in the parkour spider-man costume i don't give a fuck i'm just like oh, all right cool like there's another one of those whatever yeah, yeah. what i'm way more interested in is praising the yana shower mm -hmm. when he comes out with the thing that i do find is truly unique and putting, yeah. putting some something out there that i you know i've never really seen before i want to watch that video that so sounds like, good. again like we're eating our own it's just like okay let the fucking guy do the stupid bullshit <laughs> yeah whatever but i don't want that to be me like yeah that's cool it, if they're doing that but yeah, i don't yeah. want to do that and like yeah, i've yeah. thought about it before i'm like oh what if i get like a I've got this banana costume. It's sweet. It's a riot at parties. It's covered in stains because I always get wild with it. But like, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, you got to try stuff out too. It's like, yeah. I don't want to be the guy that flips around and like people are like, oh, he's in a banana suit. That's crazy. Like, I want to be respected for my movement. And like, I want people to be like, oh, wow, he's really progressed as an athlete. Not, oh, this is funny because he's in a banana suit. Although that has its place too, you know? Yeah. That's just yeah. not where I want to go with it. So sure sure you yeah. know i don't i mean i'm with you man you should read this book man i mean tell me about this book this, i mean this is basically like a lot of this is coming from the book i had like as much of an these awakening. aren't even your values bro these are his values <laughs> this is the, much, warrior, the rock warriors <laughs> values you're talking about right now man as much as i've had an awakening about anything like this book was like get your shit together man like i'm telling you like you start reading it and you're like this seems obvious but man and like i thought i was doing things right but like i said like this guy is very the Berber logo looks very similar to that, by the way. Oh, that's Except a Burning it's like Man a little logo. dick. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> anyway, so, um, yeah, this book was like, it just kind of points it out in a way that like, if your self-talk looks like this, you probably value this. And I'm like, wow, I guess you're right. Oh my goodness. I was at the spot last night climbing mm -hmm. and like, um, I was like real pumped out and I was on like kind of a low grade and some people were watching me and I was... <sighs> At one point, I was like, oh, man, I actually might not get through this. Like, I planned on topping out, and I didn't think I'd get through it. And my attention immediately went to, like, oh, man, like, 
that's embarrassing. Like, what are they going to think? And not even in like a very conscious way, but in mm. a very subconscious way. Mm -hmm. Like I wasn't thinking about the next move. I was thinking about what they thought Yeah. while also kind of thinking about the next move at the same time. But like my, my attention should only be on the next move. It should be like, how's my core? Are my feet pushing into the wall? Like is, you know, if, is, is this hold proper? Should I move? Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Like the, your attention should be focused on the journey, not like getting to the top. So you don't look bad. And like, I didn't think I was that way. I really thought that I was like, in it for myself and like didn't care what people thought but like being a witness ah, to your okay, self-talk yeah. and just like understanding like what you say to yourself after you fall off an easy route in front of people like oh that's oh that's embarrassing you like say something to them like oh i'm so yeah pumped. you're making excuses like yeah. uh, real quick no one gives a shit what you yeah. did or climbed bro but yeah. uh, i think go ahead and make the excuse and they just point out like Dude, where your I values think that are shit's yeah. funny though i mean because I agree with you. I think mm -hmm. I think it's really important to see how you're talking to yourself, align your values, like have yeah. have an orientation. Because if you're not oriented, yep. and this is part of the work I've been doing, you know, and it's it's annoying, it's tedious, mm -hmm. it's like frustrating, it's embarrassed. You know, you can feel like you're embarrassed by mm -hmm. like the the progress that you you thought you had made, but you you know you maybe aren't where you thought you were, or whatever. Yeah. But um, but I also think like. I just think it's kind of funny sometimes too. No, it is funny. I'm just like, oh, like it. Like I don't know that you can complete. That's uh, what I would say is like I don't know that you eliminate that ever completely, yeah. unless you're like some sick monk that lives like on the fucking edge of whatever. Mm -hmm. I think uh, partially you have to be witness to it and just acknowledge it mm -hmm. instead of like whippling your like lashing yourself like oh, I yeah. did it again. Yeah, I'm like I fucking reverse my values. Yep. It's like, all right, I fucking oh whoops. Yeah, I and got my ego a little involved on that one. Right, right. Like you got to forgive yourself sometimes too. I think uh -huh. if you, well, I don't know. But if you change your value system, then you your ego change, doesn't look yeah, like whatever. that. Yeah. yeah, I'm just saying. Like, I, I, I don't think that. Um, no, and you're totally right. I think it's human. That's all. Yeah, I think it's human to to have mm -hmm. those instincts and feel embarrassed and like yeah. I, I mean, this shit happens to everybody. Yeah, but and whatever. The, the book talks about it and says like. Um, like, although it's, it's like discrediting these thoughts, it's saying your thoughts are not you. Okay. They're, they're, they've been exactly, constructed by exactly. your ego. That's, that's, yeah. that's the beauty of it. Right. Yeah. Cause then you're like, Oh, cause that's how you can laugh at it. Yeah. You're like, Oh, look at, look at, I was mm -hmm. doing that bullshit again. Yep. And like, that's why I laugh at it more than more or less now. Cause I can, yeah. I can acknowledge pretty easily now when I've like went into that mindset or mm -hmm. one of those mindsets that I know is just not my higher yeah. being or whatever, like, and whatever it you is call like it. a, yeah, I mean, it's like a, it's a positive thing. It's not negative anymore. You, you realize like, oh, everybody does this. Like, honestly, I think everybody does this. And, and then you're just like, oh, but I'm learning and growing. And man, I just like improved. And I just like did like, I got one step closer to like fixing my value system and understanding like what I value in this world. And like, mm -hmm. and, and I'm, I'm like a little bit more mindful and monkish or whatever, you know? And it's like, it, it is a positive thing. Like my climbing partner, Skossum, he's like, he's just like my buddy. Um, he read the book too. He recommended it to me. And now we like, I was climbing with him last night and we just like chat about stuff. I was like, man, I was so worried about what people thought of me about, thought of me about on that route or whatever. And, uh, and he's like, yeah, dude. But then you like realized it got focused on the route and sent. I didn't, I fell, I sent later, but, <laughs> but, but the point is he was just like, at a boy, like you learned and grew, like that's the goal. You know, it's the goal is not to send in front of those people that you don't care, like what they think, you know? So but True. yeah, it is, it is a positive True. thing. Like you can beat yourself that's up about so it. That's what's so weird, but... right? Because when you focus on that, eventually, that's what I'm saying is like, <laughs> yep. 
Uh, I know it's it's fascinating because that can destroy people. Yep, that can take you out. Get your damn because even straight. if your values are correct, that's why I think you have to understand the game. That's what I'm saying. Yep, because that's what will fuck people up. If they don't understand the game, then all of a sudden they're they're perfect, they're pure, they're on the path, and all of a sudden they did it so well. Pff, now they got all these eyes on them, and that's when the fucking that's yeah. Then they get the fucking overdose of of like you know they haven't even understood and played with these things mm-hmm. and. Uh, I don't know. Wait, can, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just saying like it can happen because you know, you see it. You see it all the time with yep. people that like they're rock stars and then they like fall off because, you know, their artistry that what got them to the dance mm-hmm. all of a sudden like they don't even know what to do with with uh they they can't stay on the path. Yeah. Or or they can't, you know, they're not necessarily focused on you know, they can be distracting, whatever. I don't know. Mm-hmm. No, it kills you. That's Shit'll get you. Shit'll get you. So that's I why like, I love yeah. um that's why I love fighters who um Who turn it on its head in some ways. Yeah. Like if you understand the game so well, this is like my Conor McGregor analogy. Yeah. Okay. Is like people will hate on Conor McGregor because they'll be like, this, this is what I'm saying is like, they'll be like, fuck that guy. He's not a true martial artist. Right. He's not a true martial artist. Cause he talks a bunch of shit. He's not respectful. Blah, blah, blah. Right. Oh, I got you. But, yeah, okay. you know, so they, they can be like, they'll be, they'll be talking shit about his value structure. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of what we've talked about the whole time. It's like, they're talking mad shit about like, oh, he doesn't respect like fighting. He should just be only concerned with his movement and his opponents and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, all right, here's how I see it though. Mm-hmm. Is like Conor McGregor, first of all, martial arts and UFC fighting, prize fighting, not the same thing. Yeah. You don't do prize fighting for martial arts. So that's what I'm saying is like, if you're going to be on Instagram, mm-hmm. you're already participating in the game of like essentially prize fighting. Sure. That's you know fair. what I'm saying? Okay. So it's like, you might as well pay attention to some of this shit because you're already, you're already bought in. Yeah. So like you might as, so Conor McGregor is like, all right, I'm going to go into the UFC He's a martial artist, I would say, but also he's a brilliant business mind and mm-hmm. like someone who's like, I understand this game so well that I'm going to talk the most shit. Yeah. And he recognizes that he's capable of doing that in like a way that's authentic to him. Yeah. So that's, you know, again, he's not betraying himself necessarily, but he's, he's like, I'm going to talk so much fucking shit that every time I fight, I'm going to make more and more money mm-hmm. and I'm going to turn this game upside down. And now he's, you know. He set up his his family for, you know, probably four generations or something. And, you know, again, the values are still the same. He's trying to, like, do what's good for him and for his family and for anyone that he knows and comes into contact with. Now he's Mm -hmm. got all this um, ability to be generous. And I know he's done some, like, charity work. And look at Tyson Fury's even better example. Yeah. Fucking Tyson Fury talks mad shit, too. It's who he is. Again, they're, they're being authentic, but it's like... He donated his fifteen million dollar purse from his boxing match to to charity. When was this? Tyson Fury. Like his last match or what? His last match that happened okay. like a few weeks ago. Well, I get all my news from this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. That's what I'm talking about. The height drop. Yeah. Hey, I gotta piss. Can I go piss? Where's yeah, go your... piss. I'm gonna do some shout outs real quick. Yeah. All right. Well, Heath is pissing. I'm gonna shout out some Where's of my favorite people back? because that's something that I want to do. Uh, just there and to the right. Um. First of all, we got World of Parkour Mag. I'm rocking their t-shirt right now. They made a special. Am I wearing it? Oh, yeah, I am. Check this out. Viewers on the YouTube. They got a height drop version of this tee. So big, big love, mad love, and big shout out to Elizabeth from uh, World of Parkour Mag. 
uh if there's one thing you guys can do today i hope you guys go check them out and see what they're doing because again we're all just trying to grow in this together we're all trying to uh, be on that meaningful path blah 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 i don't want to sound like i'm fucking hippy dippy here but we kind of are you know we kind of care about this shit and um but yeah world of parkour mag they're supporters they're listeners of the podcast and or at least elizabeth is and she reached out and she sent some awesome gear and so we really appreciate um elizabeth out there much love and and uh yeah we got world of parkour mag so see what they're doing you know they're just giving uh, a chance for everyone to shine a little brighter in the in the pk community you know that's a dang tea dang, yeah no it is a sick tea it looks yeah. good on me i it's feel like good. i like my at least it's a great color and uh just real quick yeah do you again, think you're uh, <laughs> i also want to shout out storm free run because them's my boys and i'm also wearing their shit right now and um these fucking stretch denims are the the shit that's all i can say they are absolutely there's a difference between like oh i'm rocking it because they're my friends which i would do anyway and and i'm like these are my favorite pants now like that may you know what i'm saying yeah like oh you're talking to me i'm talking talking to you now i'm just saying like these pants are the they're actually like if they didn't have the storm logo i would i would want them yeah you know, like they look like the shit, man. They're they look really awesome. comfortable. They they got dick and ass room to sp- you know you can do some flips and stuff. Like the hips, they're like pretty. They're not gusseted, but you would think they were because of all the hip room and stretch you got. Is and it then they're nice like and tight. Gusseted is like, when they have like another like layer in the crotch here. That's okay. like it's not just a seam that goes from the ankle up to the uh, down to the other ankle. Yeah, it has like it splits like somewhere in the thigh to like a. Doesn't matter. I got you. Okay. It's like, uh, but anyhow, these these pants are really comfortable, fashionable. I'm getting compliments left and right. So those are killer. And the whole line is dope. The whole new storm line is dope. It's that London baby. They know what they're doing. They're, they're ex- fashionable. They've, been, they've man. been exporting fashion for they who knows so how long. Good. Yeah. It's like London knows movable. what the fuck is up. And Joe Hendo and and Kai, much love to you guys because I know you guys probably probably did. I mean, who everyone at Storm, but those guys especially, I know work on this stuff. So yeah. Um, that whole new line. I mean, I can't wait till it rains. So I can wear my tactical poncho. That thing, I'm like that praying for crazy, rain. I'm doing man. rain dances in here. They just look cool. Like I, I don't want to buy one because I think it's like, I don't know. Well, for one thing, it's expensive and I'm broke. But like, I just think <laughs> it's weird to have a poncho. But also, like, they're so cool. Dude, like, I can't help but want one. I like, have, one. <laughs> I have one. Yeah, and I'm pretty hype on it. <laughs> I saw the, yeah, uh, I saw their like lookbook or whatever their, dude, their video. Man, it's too cool. Yeah. It's too dope. And so, Frang's poncho is cool too. I like it. Yeah, but, dude. Yeah, support support that inner PK. <laughs> Yeah, because if it's baby. not made by what parkour people, do? like these are sick pants. You know, they're like kind of get that shit out of my face, dude. They're not denim. They're like sick, <laughs> but like I don't know. There's some issues with them. Like they don't hold I'm up. Just kidding. After sessions, like they're they're getting well, worn real quick. That's what I'm saying. That's why. I'm, and there's that's no why I want to really room. shout out like, these pants in particular because I know how hard it is to make a custom garment. Yeah. I've made them before. It's not it's not easy to get anything right. And not if you even don't get one them from parkour right. people, there's much like less everything right. And they probably they probably have like 12 things that they would do differently already because you know <laughs> when true. you're trying to yeah. make something perfect it never comes out that way yeah but you have to try to make it perfect to get something this good i think mm-hmm. so these guys killed it um but they anyhow let's yeah. get maybe we should wrap this up what time what time is it here i don't know we've been going for a hot minute dude oh i guess yeah we got a we got about a 90 minute episode going oh, okay. you know that's more we're, than i thought yeah we're big chilling though you know like, what else what else we i think we've talked about a bunch of fun stuff Talked about learning and growth. That's learning the most and important. growth. You know, that's been a theme for the for the podcast. I think that's where I'm at should in my life. Should be the theme for life, man. That's should be the yeah. theme for life, right? Yeah. And and that in in fun. <laughs> fun I think you yeah. got to have a good time, dude. That's no, everything. Right. Yeah. That you got to have a good time. 
Because mm-hmm. if it's all just discipline yeah. and all just about learning and growth, I mean, I guess you can blend it in together. It's yeah. like you got to learn how to have a good time and a better time. Yeah. And uh, have everyone around. I don't know. I it just does think, make it more I fun. I think that's yeah. important, dude. Like to, to value those things. It, it does make I just like think climbing it's more fun you know, like, and, and parkour, but... Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's good to have some fun. Yeah, I had some fun out. Because like, when traveling. you get down from the wall, you don't want your friend being like, yo, man. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, personally, I guess I want my friend to just be like talking some shit. Even I would sometimes. rather someone talk shit. I like if someone I talking yeah, some absolutely. shit. I love being supportive and friendly with all my friends. And like, you know, you know, having more of these conversations is like, let's help each other. Let's like, let's all grow. Mm-hmm. But I also like really like having conversations where we're just busting each other's balls yeah. <laughs> you know what i'm saying so i feel like you you're not true friends both. if you can't do that yeah you what i feel like you're not true friends if you can't do that it's true if you're too worried about it's their true. feelings like you obviously <laughs> don't have a close you enough relationship shit. You yeah. Shit if you ain't, yeah yeah you gotta be talking some shit sometimes i take it to the opposite extreme though like i'll meet someone like and like trying to act like i'm super cool with them i'm like yeah screw That's, you man it's like yeah some offended. people come on a little too familiar yeah, and it's like, gotta be genuine you're like or, or you do the same you're like uh yeah it's some guy comes up to you and like hey fuck you man you're like they're like, whoa, whoa yeah. I did, don't know you, but uh, I appreciate that. But I'm just kind of a goofball like that. So it's, Dude, yeah, hey. it's, it's expected. Yeah, yeah, for <laughs> sure. For sure. Yeah. So tell me about, okay, so tell me about Tulum. <laughs> I know you're the interviewer here, but uh, I was going to go to Tulum when I was down in Central okay. America. What do you think? And we didn't have, we didn't have time and I was really bummed. But uh, I want to go see the cenotes down there. Tulum, so cenotes. To... Oh, cenotes. Yeah. Si, senor. You got to see some of those? Oh, si. Yeah. Was it fun? How was it? Tell me about it. Um, you know what? Again, kind of the biggest value, but whatever, we're, do, we're on this shit for like this whole episode. Yeah. The biggest objective was about the growth mm-hmm. and getting the perspective down there. Yeah. And then secondary to that was... Um, having some fun and, and seeing like the, the touristy sites and, and just like, you know, weirdly, like that's, that's not something I would always do. Mm-hmm. I guess that's like great to always do that or whatever. But you know, often I'm just like, let's get away from it. Let's go fucking have no, fun. It's not that touristy though, right? <clears throat> Tulum? It is pretty touristy. I would say okay. now, like maybe, maybe it wasn't at one time. And then that's like why it's now touristy because but nothing like once Cancun. people find the gold and they're like, everybody it's over here. Yeah. And uh, that seems to be what's happening down there. It's like really getting, like the the growth like every day there was construction the streets were getting just torn up oh really putting in bigger plumbing and bigger sewer pipes and shit so they can like expand and there's new pathways and streets and stuff and it seems like some of the locals are they're stoked about it because they're like oh sick like more money's coming in i'm getting more money for for my family and Mm -hmm. i can there's lots of work opportunity here and other people are like man it used to be like this and now it's like "Mm, that kind of bums me out honestly yeah you know, but I just think it's the way it's whatever. Yeah. Again, it's just kind of these themes that like we were talking about. It's like, well, yeah. And do you think it's good for the, establishment the economy find, down there? Or no, because like well, it's Tyler, certainly good for the economy, but it's, well, is, I don't know. It, is it good for the Tyler culture? Stone and he's got like a bunch of like, like he doesn't like to travel. Tyler doesn't. Mm. And he's got like a bunch of really great arguments about why he's like, you know, talking about like most of the money goes into these big corporations <laughs> that are usually like Western run. And like, like I applied for a job in Guatemala that was Western run. And I'm like, that kind of sucks. Like they're like taking advantage yeah, yeah. of tourists but the money's going to the u.s like to u.s employees or like australian oh employees yeah no or no and I've, I've definitely felt that down there like yeah yeah you can tell it's like all right the locals the people that are really living there and like have lived there mm-hmm. very few of them are the people that are wealthy that are owning land and yeah. like purchasing up all the land that's now like becoming a hot commodity because yeah. because tulum is becoming this destination that you know mm-hmm. um people are excited about 
Yeah. Uh, and, and Tulum's doing its best, you know, the same way that Boulder does a pretty good job of like trying to keep it small and like at least purer than it yeah. could have been. But it's like invariably, like the more people get stoked about it, the the higher the property That's values yeah. go and the higher like, this is just this is how it goes. Yeah. You know, and like eventually it becomes like f- too much, too much like the like you could, whatever you could find anywhere else because all the maybe the you know whatever the the rich people move in and then mm-hmm. they make it you know just a perfect little area for themselves and all the culture and the people that are forward thinking and, and uh you know the the starving artists and the people that are like yeah. trying to you know make things in the world that are different and more um you know they're <clears throat> they're not gonna be able to afford to live there first of all and so then they go start a new area yeah and then boom it gets you know and then the gentrification whatever it's just like constant and then somewhere else becomes decrepit and then like who yeah. knows yeah i don't know man like i thought it was beautiful 100 percent. you know you can't go wrong mm-hmm. um with with any i always love traveling well i don't know i'd be interested to hear what tyler stone's arguments are against other than a lot of it's like with like economical like stuff airbnb but. and stuff like that and i mean it does make a lot of sense but also like if you ask me like <laughs> like down in morocco their their economy is definitely gotten better since tourism started becoming a thing down there um i don't know but also you look at places like jamaica and like Mm -hmm. i mean even like tulum and cancun and have you heard uh bill burr i think it's him bill burr's skit about jamaica no talking it's so good man talking about like families that go on vacation to jamaica and they're like on the bus from the airport (laughs) (laughs) on the bus from the airport to the uh to the resort and they're just like oh my goodness oh yeah yeah. oh that he doesn't have a leg and they're just like freaking out actually they, i think i've heard that yeah, and they're like oh jamaica's nice they're looking jamaica's at the beach nice. like this is cool like, yeah man yeah, such is the up. way such <laughs> is the way and that's i guess that's like that, again that's why i guess i even asked you that question to begin with because that is something i was recognizing down there i was like damn dude you forget how good you have it yeah yeah just like i wasn't even balling down there because you know i'm not balling up here but if you're really yeah. balling it's like that's just the that's what that wealth inequality though that's just what exists like anywhere you go you're right you yeah know? like i don't know like again like what can you do about that you're not going to solve that problem yourself probably overnight mm-hmm. so what you could probably do best is like figure out your values mm-hmm. and start working towards whatever dream that you know is meaningful and mm-hmm. you know if you if you're if you get to a place like um like conor mcgregor where you start to make maybe you align yourself in a way that you actually have like a huge momentum or you look at Bill Gates and like all that they've accomplished yeah, and man. they started fucking foundation and they're or curing huddled, diseases yeah. and they're like, you know, you can't really help. You can't cure malaria unless you have billions of dollars apparently. Yeah. So it's like, if you really want to solve these big problems, it might be, uh, it might be beyond you or it might be something that you have to do. <clears throat> it's like, what, what, where are you actually valuable? Where are you actually mm-hmm. useful? Where are you actually, you know what I mean? Like you don't yeah. speak French. So, you yeah. know, like I'm going to help these fucking people. And where is it? I mean, Miramas. Miramas, yeah. And you're like, no, you're not. You're yeah. like, you're going to, I mean, Which you, can, you could get there, a job there yeah, and you could, you. you could, you could, you know, work your way up from something probably. But, mm-hmm. you know, again, you have to figure what, what, uh, what, where, you, you where, gotta, where are you valuable? Yeah. Again, mm-hmm. you know, like maybe, maybe there's something better for you to be doing. I don't know. I got you. Yeah. I, uh, and then, and again, we're all going to be tripping over ourselves, I think, the whole way anyway. <laughs> yeah. You know, so it's yeah. all good, baby. Yeah. And that's why it's so beautiful when you find the momentum and you find a, a thing, I think. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's rarer than you think, Yeah, you know, to find something that is really meaningful and it gets you accelerated growth. Uh-huh. 
because it's not easy to find acceleration through through these personal growths and and the ability to become more more helpful and a better like the ability to become more selfless is is not um is i guess accessible to everyone but the ability to actually affect a wider circle i think is is something that it doesn't it doesn't you have to whatever you have to do a lot of this work and Mm -hmm. you have to like really stay on a a path i guess for a while sometimes before it reveals that it was i don't even know what the fuck am i talking about no you should uh, i'm just saying like yeah you should talk to tyler about this it's like talk to tyler let's get tyler on next episode he knows way more about it than me and like ultimately i kind of disagree with him but Mm -hmm. uh but also he makes a lot of good points and he really changed my perspective on it and it made me really conscious of like trying to support the right um people i was down there which kind of bit me in the ass which was funny because like you go into the markets and people are crazy like they're just like very like grabbing they like really want you to buy their stuff and they're like trying to trick you into like paying for their services like they'll they'll point out where your hotel's at and you're like oh thanks and they're like all right now give me money and like sometimes they're very aggressive about it and it's like and also they rip you off like you'd be like do you have change for a hundred or whatever and they're like yeah and you give them a hundred and then they just put it in their pocket and and won't like like i wanted to hit this guy because he like took my money and just like (laughs) wouldn't give me change and i'm like uh, okay like it made me so mad but he's um, equalizing baby he's like i guess he's, yeah. he's like yeah guess what fuck you yeah he's but, like yeah you're over here <laughs> and you got money i don't yeah you know and it's like you you want to hit him but it's like you can't he's kind of like he's making tyler's argument for you yeah he's like oh yeah you want to come over here mm-hmm. you think you're helping us by yeah. s- stimulating our economy i'll show you stimulation my economy <laughs> right now thanks well, bro <laughs> and it was funny because like i wanted to support the people at the market we went to this like grocery store and i'm like i'm not getting anything here this looks like looked western run or like looked like a big corporation i was like i'm i'm gonna get stuff from the people at the market my buddy's like you get ripped off at the market he's like just buy stuff here so you know what you're paying and like you get a receipt and it's like, you know, it's all like good food and stuff. I don't know. Like exact. That's what yeah. I'm saying, dude. It's, See, you gotta yeah. make like, it's not compromises always, but I'm just like, you gotta, you gotta choose your battles wisely, I guess. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, it's like, if you get wrapped up in the, the big picture ideas, sometimes you just get lost and you yeah. get taken advantage of and stuff. And, and it's that's like, what I did. Really? Yeah, what sure. are you doing? Like, are you actually making a bit like come on dude like yeah. like how much yeah it's effort versus what is it, the Pareto principle and stuff it's like 20% of your actions are going to produce 80% of the results yeah, yeah. and stuff like that so like think about those 20% that are really doing the damage mm-hmm. and then you know the the 80% that like can kind of go either way let it go either way yeah you know it's like all right you, you, whatever I don't know that's no, fair yeah do what you, you just, can and don't yeah everyone's figured it out bro yeah. I blame Tyler doing, for that bro? interaction but I can't wait to hear what Tyler has to say on this is he, cool, does yeah. he not travel? Not really, no. But he just he didn't live here until you know a year ago. So he yeah he Hypocrite. lived in Tennessee. <laughs> yeah, and then he how dare he here. how dare he transplant into our community yeah. if he doesn't believe in traveling? And he's he's done a bit of traveling, but or maybe he only goes like in a, di- in a certain direction, like economic. I don't even know. I don't, I'm curious weird, to see. You got to talk to him about we'll it. Like, we'll have yeah. to hear it. He told me all about it, and yeah, we'll get Stone on the wild. next episode. There's a lot maybe. you don't know about Tyler, probably. Oh, he's I'm an sure. interesting fella. Yeah, I'm sure there's millions of things. I don't Shout know. out to Tyler. I love you. I saw him on the way over here at Boxcar. Oh, Tyler, just move. chilling. Him and Casey both. Yeah, dude, good dude. Killing the game over at Apex. Killing the game. He's been helping out a lot, man. He's a he's a good dude he's to have crushing. around. There. He's a big crusher. Yeah ultimate man yeah i really appreciate what he's done yeah for not just i mean i'm talking to shit but like he he's been a great addition to the community you too man you guys have Thank both you. Yeah. been hugely um, beneficial to to strengthening you know what we have here i think especially yeah. you know 
we talked about with the move and the Louisville transition. Mm-hmm. It was an easy time. And um, if there's yeah. anything I can say, it's just that it's really great to have people like you around. Thanks. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I want to come back. It was like hard to leave Apex, especially at, at such a hard time. And like, yeah. And Amos was like, Hey man, I hope like, hope you're not like upset with, with Apex or whatever. And I was like, absolutely not. Like Amos <laughs> is like the coolest boss I've ever had. Like Apex is, I think they do a really good thing. And like, like I said, it's easy to work there. I don't feel like I'm compromising ethics. In fact, I feel like if I had like an ethical like dilemma, <laughs> Amos would hear me out and be like, dude, if you like, you make sure your ethics are in order. That's, that's, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's just like a good place to work for. And like, I feel like they value yeah, know, employees it's, it's, and customers. And it's definitely like, yeah, yeah it's a, I'm dick riding Apex now. I love yeah, Apex. Just I tell everybody Apex how much I love Apex. Yeah, man. I yeah. mean, we appreciate that. I mean, I guess like, yeah. I, I hate to like take any kind of credit for that, but I, no, I think you do a lot. I then. feel it's, like, it's good. Um, yeah, Amos is a fucking champ. I want to get him on and, yeah, he's and coming Ryan on to talk about and, um about his new course. Both these guys yeah. have new courses on uh, Parkour yeah. Edu, and uh, and there's a new class going on there, like a strength training class. That looks awesome, dude. Yeah, it launches next week. Oh, if you're I in the Louisville area, no, it launches on Monday. Okay, cool. I won't and, be around, um, but maybe when I come back before I go to Guam. But, yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. Do it a looks little, like fun, man. We'll do, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come check out the new class at, at Apex. It's a parkour strength training program. Yep. Get get your ass strong. <laughs> get your ass strong. It's actually really approachable too. I think it's yeah. like it's something that literally everyone can do. Parkour strength training is mm-hmm. like and everyone should do because if you care about movement, you need to like be strong. Yeah. You know what I mean? You need to actually have like the conditioning and the strength. And uh and that makes the movement way more fun. Yeah. But if you're entry and- level and you're worried that like parkour is like, oh, it could be like a little too ballistic for me that's the class for you. And yeah. if you're like, uh, I have an injury, that's a class for you. Or I don't want to have injuries. That's a class for you. you know, I mean, like it's mm-hmm. a really cool thing. I'm glad that they're, they're, we're, I mean, I guess we're all introducing it, but that's like, yeah. uh, something that has been in the works for probably a minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I watched the video for it and it looks like, it looks like a lot of fun. I cut that video. Did you? Yeah. yeah. It looked good. I've been, uh, piping, yeah, a lot I, of like hyping that song. Stuff. What? What, what was the song? I don't think I watched it with sound. doesn't matter. Okay. I don't want to try to sing it for you right now. It's really, <laughs> I would love to hear really you sing high, song. <laughs> really high notes. Um, but yeah, no, good video. Good. It looks like fun. A lot of games and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to have to get I'm in I'm all there. into that strength I need training the PK strength, bro. Yeah. Big time. Man, I'm so weak right now. I can't I think, wait to get strong. I just started working out again and it's, yeah. It's I depressing think I tore my weak. ACL a little bit or something when I fell off this downhill mountain bike earlier this year. Oh yeah? I don't know, dude. I don't know. I feel you, like. What do you mean? I just feel like uh, because. Can you tear it a little? I think you. I mean, oh, yeah, I'm sure you, can you can. Definitely partially but... tear things. Okay. Yeah. I think just because of the, the amount of time it's taken, and because of like the, it's only like this lateral and like kind of diagonal um, stress on it that like pisses it off. Okay. And the fact that it happened after that injury, I mean, who knows? Yeah. I have a lot of you. theories, but like, I'm starting to move around a little bit more, which is great. Good. Yeah, you're on that game and getting your body right. Dude, it took a minute before yeah. I could even like do a precision. I haven't even been able to jump around for a while. Yeah. For a long while. And um, I don't know. Sometimes you don't know if you're like being too much of a bitch about it. You're like, I need to yeah, overthrow the pain and, and stuff. But like mm-hmm. that was my biggest problem for like the last eight years and why I had so much work to do is because I would always just be like, I got this. Yeah. And just like push through and just like, oh, it doesn't hurt today. So yeah. let's go. Mm-hmm. Or like, uh. I'll just wait, walk it off or whatever. I don't know. Just yeah. so you know, I'm like, I've just been extra cautious, especially as I'm getting older. I want to continue on a, you know, sustainable and yeah. progressive path. Not sucks to be injured. And I want to do parkour forever. So 
yeah, I got this like tendonitis in my elbows. And like for a while I was trying to rest it. And then I kind of decided like a lot of people say you shouldn't rest it. Like you need to give it blood flow and stuff. But like also you don't want to do permanent damage. It's like, it's hard to know what to do. Dude, it's everything is a balance, right? Um, balance. Hey, yeah. balance. <laughs> Every balance. time this is going to be ep- called episode balance. 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 Got to balance your life. Balance. Um, <laughs> dude, it's no, been dope right, having man. you on the podcast, man. We got to have you come dude. back. You fucking crushed it. Oh, I had a good time, man. It was fun. Yeah, we got to get you back on here. Anything you want to shout out before we we, cr- we pulled the plug on this one? I want to shout out learning and growth, man. Learning and growth. <laughs> it's so get important. Get your shit together, Get your man. priorities in order, man. Get your goddamn priorities in order. Yeah. You know? Fuck's sake. <laughs> um, no, that's it, though. Yeah. Yeah. All right, dude. Heath Churchwell, ladies and gentlemen. The legend. The, the living legend. We'll see you soon. Peace. Peace.